0: Ray Zalinski here, King of Auto Parts. When I need a break from making auto parts for the American working man, because that's what I am and that's who I care about, I like to spend it catching up on sporting events. And I get all my sporting news from Belly Up Sports. They have fantastic articles and podcasts covering sports for an American working man just like me. And that's why I like Belly Up Sports and you should too. So go check them out at bellyupsports.com. and whatever, with your host, Justin McElwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi.
1: Vincent Francis Jenkins of Ford. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins.
2: Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst! If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamonds Are Forever.
3: Stop getting wrong.
0: Happy Friday, everybody. This is Baseball and Whatever. We are at episode 51 this week. We have plenty to talk about. I'm Justin. There's Vinny. There's Greg. Uh, We are going to discuss the hot starts by both the Cubs and White Sox. I think we were surprised by one of them. Uh, I'll let you decide which one that is. And then uh, it has actually been exactly on the day that you're listening to this, if it's Friday, April 15th, it has been one year since we got ourselves into this crazy podcast game. So we're going to recap, review, be a little nostalgic on some of the things we've enjoyed so far. Uh, We might even play a few uh, clips here and there, Uh, maybe one from our very first episode, and you can hear just how different Greg and I sound, Uh, and we will go from there. So... I would uh, just like
2: you, to clarify that that's the audio quality and difference. The stupidity has not changed. No, so, no. Yeah. The,
0: the level of stupidity that you come to our show for is only going to get higher, I would say. It's not going to get worse. It's not going wor- to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are listening to us for the first time, thank you very much for finding us. Uh, we are baseball, and whatever. We are primarily Chicago based. So we do a little Cubs talk, little White Sox talk, maybe a little Bulls, Blackhawks, uh, Bears And also sports just around the country. Um, We like to dive into a variety of different teams. And then after that, we switch to our whatever topic where we might talk about music, video games, uh, other podcasts. We might interview other people, uh, whether it's actors, famous directors, uh, writers, editors. Uh, We do Star Wars, James Bond, Marvel, DC, movies, pop culture, all the above. So if you are a fan of something, chances are we've done an episode about it. So check out our backlog if you like. Uh, There's also multiple ways to get a hold of us on the show. You can email us at whatever at gmail.com or our official Belly Up Podcast Network email is baseballwhateverpodcast at bellyupsports.com. You can text us or call in to our voicemail line, which is 1 913 808 3278. That number again is 1 913 808 fart dynamite drop in Vinny. uh you can also tweet us at baseball and what that is probably the easiest way to get a hold of us we have surpassed over 500 followers which if you would have told me that one year ago 500 people would care enough to follow us on twitter i would have said you're crazy we are nobodies we we still are nobodies but um we still are it took a while to get that first couple of
2: followers yeah but 500 no i don't know what you're following but (laughs) Yeah, keep
0: it up. Thank you for following. You can also reach us on Instagram at Baseball and whatever or Facebook.com slash Baseball and whatever. I think that's all the different ways you can get a hold of us. We like to start off our show doing a little look back historically on people that wore the number of the episode we are. So we're at episode 51. So let's think about some Chicago athletes that wore 51. The only one for the Hawks I can think of is the one and only mighty Jeff Hamilton. Was he that goon? No, no, okay, he was a dude. Else. He was shorter than me. He was a career minor oh. leaguer. Uh, when the Hawks were horrible, they called him up and he was actually their power play quarterback. And he was awesome for like a month stretch. And then you never heard from him again. Oh, okay. I he, he could be digging ditches in Kuala Lumpur right now. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> um, I, I just remember whenever he would score a goal, the Hawks would cut to the jumbotron and they would play uh, from fast times or Ridgemont high. All right. Sweet. Hamilton. <laughs> um I'm Spicoli right yeah so that's the only one I can think of for the Hawks the only other one I could think of for the Cubs was uh I just lost it so I'm gonna I didn't have now. any for the Cubs I could not think of one single freaking person oh uh reliever and sometimes starter he never was really that good in my opinion Juan Cruz one for skinny guy I remember Juan Cruz. Yeah, that's and that, I think okay. he was a pirate maybe or a Rocky at some point too. That's, I don't
2: know, but that's a good call. I did not have him. I,
0: I Those are the only ones else. I could think of. So I don't know, Vinny, Greg, whoever wants to inform me of the other ones, go for it. Uh, I have some White Sox How that would I know. Would my,
1: what'd you say, Vinny? I'll let you go first. Girl. Okay.
0: Um,
2: for the White Sox, I have my man, Alex Rios. Ooh. I was at the game where he hit the walk-off Grand Slam. Um, that was a pretty uh, fun moment to see that Carson Fulmer. He was oh. kind of crap. Those yep. are the days when Fulmer and Anderson uh, were our top prospects. Luckily, one of those guys panned out because it wasn't <laughs> looking good. Um, Fifty-one. I don't know you guys. You guys probably. You guys are not Sox fans, so you guys don't remember Andrew Cisco. Oh. Uh, there was a lot of uh, potential around him, but was he a pitcher? Worked out. He was a pitcher. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Ryan Tapera last year. I don't think we Former have a cub. I don't think we have a 51 this year. Is he on the roster this year coach. or no? No, he's on the Angels. Oh, uh, I didn't even know he got okay. he got lit up the He got lit up a couple days ago, I think. So <laughs> um Classic. 51. Anyone else? No one else is coming to mind for the White Sox. You got
1: anyone else, Vinny? Yes. Uh White Sox Dane Dunning. Oh, of oh, course, geez. Dane Dunning, yeah. Kyle Drabeck?
2: Doug I Drabeck's remember. son, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember really? the name. Remember him on the Blue
1: Jays. I forgot Blue Jays, on the yeah. Sox. It didn't um, last long. <laughs> Mike Bertotti? Bertody? No. 95 mm. to 97? No. Nope. Um, Any- Jason Beer? Jason Bure. Bure. Jason
0: Bure. Oh, another Cub and White call. Sox. Oh my God, yeah.
2: Jason Baez once again has been on every team or every Chicago. He was he's one of a- my
0: favorite pitchers when I was a White Sox fan as a little kid. He, I don't know also- why, but he, he was. Boy, Cub White Sox. He was always like a
2: forty-nine. Though wasn't he or something? Yeah, I think he, he wore. So. He's worn like seven different jersey numbers. Fifty-one is apparently one of them. So yes, it is. Anyone else in the two thousands? Just out of curiosity.
1: Um, Michael Taylor.
2: Oh, I remember him, center fielder. Didn't stick around. Mm-hmm. Not Michael A Taylor. This is a different Michael Taylor. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, different Luis
1: guy. Luis Vizcaino. Yeah, pitcher. Yep. John Rauch? Oh, John oh, he Rauch. He was a
0: tall,
2: lanky Yeah, dude, that guy's right? a 7-foot like 300-pound hurler. This strange yeah. dude,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. That was it for 2000s. Okay.
2: I forgot about John Rauch. Nationals, nice. I think. He was on the Nationals. Yeah, I think too. you're right. Yeah um for go ahead Vinny.
1: oh go ahead greg
2: i was gonna say for the bears i just know the obvious one Urlacher. no dick Butkus.
0: oh, <laughs>
1: oh butkiss 54
0: 54 sorry wow, sorry man.
2: for sure <laughs> i'm gonna pull
0: away my <laughs> chicago fandom card it's gonna get taken away
2: <laughs> uh that's all i had for 50. 51's was retired for Butkus, isn't it i believe it is yeah
1: Oh, uh, it retired. It must have been after '93 because the last okay. person to wear it uh, was on the '85 championship team, Jim Morrissey or Morrissey. Oh, uh, okay. Morisse. The name Mor- <laughs> <Morsela>. <laughs> Right? Maybe He's French. Um, I have one
2: for the Bulls. I, I, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna remember this name. Um, oh God, can I even say it? Ryan Archidinacchio yep. or whatever it was. Yeah, Archidiacono. That's right. That's right. He was just he. He was more recent too. He was like on the Bulls last year, wasn't he? Before I think so because I remember his name was house. so long. They yeah. to, like Arch it over the back of the uniform jersey. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, that's all. I think that's all I have. I can't think yeah, of 50- the only Ichiro, famous fifty-one. Bernie Williams,
1: Michael Ruffin for the Bulls, and Lawrence Burke That's oh, a name. Okay. Yeah, two thousand five. So. Hmm. Interesting.
0: beacon um, of the Bulls, Hawks, they're
2: screwed. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we can get into that. We yes.
1: <laughs> um, Justin, for the Blackhawks, Ian Mitchell.
0: Yes, he is down, down in Rockford this season. They He was a casualty of Stan Bowman calling up prospects that weren't ready yet just to keep his job a little bit longer. So, yes, he is down in Ooh. Rockford. But, yes, yeah, you're right. He was 51. Brian Campbell. Oh, God, how the hell did I forget Brian Campbell?
1: I have no idea. I suck. You do suck. (laughs) For multiple reasons,
0: but that's one of them.
1: (laughs) Awful. Absolutely awful. And you forgot probably one of your favorite players, maybe Jeremy Roenick.
0: I didn't even. Oh, okay. That must have been his rookie year before he switched to 27. He was 27.
2: Yeah. Well, wasn't he? Okay. That
0: was his heyday. And then when he went to Philly, he became 97. Uh, okay. That must've been like his first year in the 80, late eighties, early nineties with the Hawks. I did not know that. Very cool. I did not know that either.
1: Cool. Hey, for the Cubs, there's a big list here. Um, Uh Sergio Alcantara
0: or that's the guy now, or that's the the guy that they traded, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because There was another
0: Alcantara that I think got arrested recently, but it wasn't that guy that used to be on like probably about 15 years ago was on the Cubs 10 years ago.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Know the name. 51. Ryan Kalish. I, I do. Ryan he. Kalish. I remember
0: him. He was a bench remember guy. that
1: name. Yep. Uh, Steve Clevenger.
0: Oh, God. I remember really being God. on the Clevenger bandwagon, and then he nothing happened when he left the Cubs.
1: No. Nope. Brian Schlitter. Oh, Go God. God. Yeah. I remember
0: the name. I remember the name. He was a pitcher, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Pitched like Schlitt. Uh, <laughs> Well done. Uh, Juan Mateo? Name that rings one's... a bell, but...
2: Yeah. no nope. Terry Adams. There you oh, go. wow. I remember Terry
0: Adams from the 90s. Terry mid-90s. Adams.
2: Yeah. There we go. There was a guy from Starting the 90s pitcher. I know that was... Uh, I keep wanting to say Terry Mulholland, but it's not Terry Mulholland. It's the other guy, Terry Adams. So another bad Terry.
1: <laughs> then we have um, Heathcliff Slocum. Oh, yeah.
0: He was a reliever.
1: 91. Oh, I don't remember him.
0: He was on. I want to say he was maybe on Texas too for a while. I remember him on a couple teams. Maybe Florida. I remember him being on. What what year?
1: Ninety-one
0: to ninety-three. Oh well, you're you're. I want to say he though. went to the Marlins. Yeah. Maybe in ninety-four. <laughs> I could be wrong. Ninety-five. I could be wrong, but something like that. Oh, I don't. I that name does not ring a bell. Good job. I just remember the. I remember the orange cat cartoon that was on Nickelodeon was Heathcliff which I think was just a rip off of Garfield. I think I don't I mean <laughs> you tell me you're going to make an orange cat cartoon and it's not based on Garfield. Come on. Now. Yeah. <laughs> what do what it was his specialty goulash or something. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't so grumpy. I remember him being more upbeat. So I don't know. But see <laughs> neither here nor there.
1: Yep. That's that's it. That's for it. The, the Cubs. Yeah.
0: All right. Those are our 51s. Well, uh, we got some great stuff for our use, our listener comments Uh-oh. and our text line. I really appreciate that that Greg has started using our text line as his stream of consciousness, as he's watching <laughs> Sox games and our voicemail for when he's li- watching Sox games as well. Do we, what, what do you want to start with Vinny? Do you want to start with his text or should we start with his voicemail? I'll start
1: with the text. Okay. Um, this is during the game. He was live texting the text line um, at Uh, three forty, three thirty four p.m. Fucking hell, Liam was the text. (laughs) That must have been during the eighth inning when he gave up. uh, Was that the
0: first blow up or the? That was the
1: eighth inning. I was
2: listening into my in my car. 'Cause I was ready to go to Woodman's, but I wasn't I wanted to hear the end of the game. So I'm just sitting in there just screaming my head off. Oh, I've never well, we'll get
0: to the voicemail. I, I told yeah. Erica I've never heard Greg angry. You were legitimately
2: angry, it sounded like baseball brings out the worst in me. Apparently. We'll say that. It does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then ten minutes later at three forty three, <laughs> or I guess that's nine minutes later. I can't do math. Um sorry. wait, aren't you
2: an accountant? Close enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have my calculator. Okay. Um, <laughs> bullpen, my fucking ass. All in capital letters. So that must have been the end of the game, or just about the end of the game, when, um, yeah, they were waiting for the review to come back that.
0: Uh, from, uh, yeah, from uh, Angie Yeah. yeah. From
1: the run scored in. Then it followed up with the voicemail from Greg and didn't. Overreact at all to the first game in a 162 game. No, here go.
0: yes. And we, I will say, we, uh, as a as kind of a joke, because we found it more funny to censor it, we censored Greg's voicemail just as a joke. So
1: it needed to be censored. <laughs> We'd probably be kicked off of Spotify for how yeah, long. Yeah, probably. <laughs> all right, here
3: we go. Best bullpen, my ass. What an absolute. Im- Embarrassment and disgrace it is to be a Chicago White Sox fan. I am sorry. That is despicable. That is sickening. That is pure <laughs> from Lee Hendricks. Pure. Was. And that was a great effort by AJ Pollock to catch it that. Wasn't. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't go that way. But he's the best player on the team as of right now. No, he's no one else can't do. Shit? Especially those idiots in the bullpen. Bunch of boobs. Bunch of old, wrinkly, saggy-to-the-knees, hundred-year-old
0: boobs. (laughs) And then this was voicemail number two.
3: (laughs) Liam Hendricks, again, giving up the f***ing home runs in the ninth inning to some f***ing dickbag backup catcher who couldn't hit He fell in the Toilet. Now he gives us a fucking triple corner. He's this another f-ing lost blown save. Damn it! It's kangaroo. C-
2: <laughs> that's my favorite one. We don't need to get into what he said. We won't share that. But, I remember um, what I said. I won't repeat it.
0: But I, I, it, 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 that's a good. That's a good uh, term. Not gonna lie. I, I, it I like was that.
2: infuriating. I know it's only one game, but it's it just the way the it first happened.
1: Game of the season out of 162, Greg.
2: It's the way they lost.
1: You can't lose baseball game. Winning
2: teams don't lose baseball games like that. I'm sorry,
1: but you're able to lose a oh, few like that during no, the year. No, no,
2: no, no, not at all. Not like that. No, not like no. that. Not when you pay a closer that much money to perform like that, and he knows he has no fastball command. And he didn't have it the other day either. He was only hitting it up in the zone. And if I'm a hitter, I am just sitting on that. I'm just sitting on that looking for something lower because all you got to do is tap it out there. Just tap it in, tap it in, and it will drop. He's got to figure something out. Because every time, and I know we'll get in the hot takes, but shit, I'll just get to it now. He is making you crap your pants for every pitch he throws in the ninth inning. I am watching him like a hawk. Right now, pitch <laughs> because it's it's scary. It is scary. It is like you know, scary shit out there. Because he blow the he's blown everything so far. He's been giving up runs. Can't have that. He's having the runs on the mound and giving up runs on the field. So watching him closely. I like Liam Hendricks, but got to do better. Got to figure something. He's on notice. Out. I do not. I get losses happen. You can't lose like that.
1: Can't lose like that ever again. That's Pollock it. should have had that ball in the outfield, right? He
2: did. I wasn't able to see it because uh Lennon D I was like I said I was listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. Lennon DJ said he made a good effort, so I took their word for it. Then I watched the replay. I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, that he probably yeah. could have caught that without yeah. issue." So I like him though. I like him. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was pissed. I was pissed. Even the other day against the Mariners. Ugh!
1: What about today? What about
2: today? Yeah. Did he pitch today? No, they lost lost today, today, though. They lost today. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they just got beat today. Couldn't hit shit. So it was windy out there. I don't know. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that first game, though, wasn't. Yeah, that that still bugs me. Don't want to see that ever again. (laughs)
1: Anyway. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, um, I think we had a few more texts from Greg after that. Right, Vinny?
1: Yeah, Greg, you wrote in uh, thinking about the potential Montas trade uh, off the table. Vaughn, Colas, Cespedes, on the table, Sheets, Montgomery, uh, Garrett Crochet, Kelly. Is that Joe Kelly? Jared Kelly. Okay. Uh, Or Joe Kelly if they want him.
2: That's fine. He hasn't done (laughs) a damn thing (laughs) He hasn't even suited up yet for the socks, right? I don't even have a uniform yet.
1: I don't know. But
2: yeah, that's fine if they want him to.
1: Jake Berger are all on the table. Do you? I do you want to adjust that? Because Jake Berger is kind of on a, a heater right now.
2: He is, but um, I like Jake Berger. Just for the record, I like all these guys. I don't not know anything about Colson Montgomery really, but those would be the guys. Okay, I'd be uh, I'd be okay parting parting with at this point. But yeah, I threw Berger out of the yeah. Do you- maybe I will take that name off because I. Like what he's doing right now, filling in for Yohan. So yeah, um, not not Vaughn though, and not my not not Colas and uh, Cespedes. I like the much. I'm not like the biggest rookie guy, but I uh, yeah, I want to. I don't want to see them if this Montas trade happens. And that's been kind of dying down. So or those yeah, rumors at least. So you haven't heard anything. Apparently, they really wanted Vaughn, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think Rick Hahn's going to part ways with him, So i trade Vaughn for Shohei. Maybe, that, maybe that'll uh, <laughs> you, <go>. you Let <laughs> maybe me know that how that works out for you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I'm give you Andrew you Vaughn trade. for Shohei Ohtani.
1: <laughs> when Mankata comes back, do you move uh, Berger to second if he's still hitting well?
2: Um. Yeah, if he's hitting well, maybe. I don't think they will, but I'd like to see him on the roster still. I don't want to see him get sent down, especially if we have a hot bat, so we can find taking- a spot for him if he's been he's playing second base at charlotte i mean for the first couple yeah, of games say, before they brought him
1: up there last year yeah
2: i'm i'm down for it i'm down for it so i want to see him stay on the team though if he can so yep that'd be my thing
0: Nice. okay all right we got anything was that it i think right yeah one oh, more on. uh, one more oh
1: okay um and then, Greg, you wrote in yesterday after... Oh, I guess we kind of went baby. over this. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. To see <laughs> Hendricks get the save yesterday, of course, he has to make everyone shit their pants before the final out. Yep. Was Spare a pair of
2: underwear when he's throwing. Or? What'd you say, Vinny?
1: Was it a bases load, loaded situation?
2: No, it wasn't bases loaded, but he, uh, he did give up, what, three hits, let a run through in a close game. So I'm just like, oh, if it happens again. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm gonna be calling for Craig Kimbrell, but
0: um, oh, that, would be, that would
2: be very, very upsetting. Let's just say that. So oh, boy, would have gotten another voicemail. So hopefully it won't happen
0: again. I can't oh. wait to hear the next voicemail. That's what I'm looking forward to. So uh we do have <laughs> a plethora of emails, tweets, and YouTube comments as well as Facebook comments. Uh Greg, you want to take those? No, oh, he's on mute. He will be taking them momentarily. It
2: does that by itself. I don't know why it does that. I didn't even hit anything. Zoom
0: is censored. They're pre-censoring you just They're pre-censoring.
2: I think all my connections are loose or something. Um, Great to see I've made progress within a year, you know?
0: Mm, You sound good,
2: though. (laughs) Our man, Glucose Condom, writes in on YouTube. I like Justin's take on cardboard sleeves on Blu-ray and DVD cases. Disagree. Yes. Mad Caddies and Streetlight Manifesto are cool bands. I'm telling you, you give me this
0: bogus piece of cardboard as a sleeve to go over the already plastic case. I don't want it. Just
2: I have all my, cardboard. like I said, and I know this is going to pain Greg.
0: As soon as I see it's a DVD or a Blu-ray or a PlayStation game with the cardboard (sighs) sleeve, I take it and I chuck it in the recycle bin. I don't want it. Criminal. Then everything else is not uniform. I just want plastic cases.
1: You, criminal, you know Justin is really funny. I'm kind of going leaning towards you on this one. Wow, oh God. <laughs> well, for the let me preface this for the longest time, Greg. I was like you, but recently I think maybe it's my old age. I'm just looking at oh, it, going no. this is completely useless.
0: <laughs> no, it, it <laughs> like, serves no purpose. Here. None. If physical up, media is dying. We need to salvage
2: me. every piece of physical media left.
0: But but, and I love physical media. I mean, I'm looking at my DVD and Blu-ray shelf right now. It's like 150, 200 deep. But <laughs> it comes in a wonderfully safe plastic case. That cardboard case offers no protection, and it's just it's another step to getting to For the design. disc. Yeah, <laughs> an extra step. Yeah, an inconvenience. I, I, it's it is an inconvenience. So. Glucosamine chondroitin, thank you so much for uh, agreeing with me. It doesn't happen oh. often, so I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Michael on YouTube writes in, AL MVP, Luis Robert. NL MVP, Austin Riley. AL Cy Young, Lucas Giolito. NL Cy Young, Sean Manaya. Interesting. Wow. AL Rookie of the Year, Bobby Wood Jr. Just definitely on track for that. He's off to a hot start. Uh, NL Rookie of the Year, Joey Bart replaced um, Buster Posey in San Francisco mm-hmm. there and World Series. He has San Diego over the Toronto. I would love
0: to see it. Blue so if Mike is right, deck. I would take
2: it. I would take it. Thanks for sending that in, Michael. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris, our guy Chris on Facebook. Uh, AL East he has the Rays, very likely central, the White Sox West. He has the Angels. He's buying in on the Angels a little Ooh. bit. Chris, be careful. <clears throat> Yep, (laughs) Um, And then for the wild card, he has the Blue Jays, the Astros, and the Yankees. Uh, Moving to the uh, NL East, the Phillies, which I think both you guys had. The Brewers in the Central, the West, the Dodgers. And then for the wild card spots, Braves, Mets, and Padres. And for the World Series, Chris has the White Sox over the Dodgers in six, which I think I had. That yes, as well. You did. Uh Chris continues to write. I think Greg and Vinny, like I took, uh I think like Greg and Vinny, like I took the expected approach to predict the World Series matchup where Justin is feeling a bit nostalgic <laughs> and choosing teams who aren't the favorites but look good on paper.
0: Well, yeah, you look good
2: on paper. So as somebody
0: who clearly just lives in the past, I will admit that was my approach. So <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you never know. Crazier things have happened. So, yes, mark the tape yep. when the Blue Jays beat the Phillies this year. I'm going to come back to this. All right, there we go. Uh, our guys, pesky
2: report on Twitter, uh, reply are uh, reacting to all of us picking the Blue Jays uh, to win the AL East. Low hanging fruit. In the AL East.
0: Sounds like they were not happy that we didn't get on the Red Sox. Just a Red
2: Sox thing. Yeah, I think so. I don't know where I'm at on the Red Sox. I don't know where I am either. Sneaking the wild card, but for the division, I mean, if it's not the Blue Jays for me, I think it's going to be the Rays. Yeah, um, because yeah, they I don't see. figure out a way to win.
0: So. Yeah, I think the Yankees are even a distant fourth in that division, but that's just me.
2: Yeah, I mean they could the the Bostons could sneak in the wild card there, but uh, we'll see. Maybe the Orioles, you know,
0: you know what? If something happens to the other three or three three four teams in the league, maybe the Orioles
2: <laughs> will then be in first place. We'll see. Um, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin L. Uh, uh, writes in uh, replying to our rankings. Uh for picking the scrubs, Vinny gets no respect. Oh okay. Justin has a great thank Justin you. Justin has a great name and the right idea. Oh, you do have a great name. Thank you. Um, but the AL West and World Series pick gotta go. Greg by default wins go socks. Do
0: we know Justin L? No, the, this was from a White Sox Facebook page that I posted ah, our rankings on and asked for uh critiques. So oh. this is just White Sox fandom coming. Yes, out, the next so few do, are clearly much. White Sox Fandom. I only
1: had the, the Cubs winning the their division. Are I didn't you have surprised, though? I mean, I yeah. had them in the, the beating the White Sox in the World
2: well, Series. It, it, it triggered a Sox fan, so oh, it did the right thing. Anytime fan, the Cubs
0: though. show up doing anything, there's a selection of the White Sox fan base that just goes ballistic. Thankfully, Greg is not one of them, and I appreciate that about him. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if they, Well, if you
2: want to see me lose my mind
0: if the Cubs beat the
2: White Sox in the World Series, you will see me go Oh, that'll be fun. Ballistic. That'll be fun. Um Ryan writes in on our rankings. Vinny and Greg get it. Yeah, we do. Yes, we um, do. Price on our rankings. I like this Vinny <laughs> guy. You like him. We love him. Oscar on the rankings. Are these all is these all these guys are all from off our on our the White Sox, Sox. page?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all coming out full. The Cubs fans, here. none of the Cubs fans responded. It was all White Sox fans. What the hell Cubs they're, fans. They're,
1: good, they're a good group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Listen,
0: what we, to say about
1: Cub fans? It's uh on Twitter. What what do you you do, quote? It's, uh,
0: it's a. So wretched, wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> yeah, you can't see that
1: about the White Sox fans.
2: No, of course not. Dude, What are the Cubs fans? The Sand People or the Citizens of Most Esports? We're the or most <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Right? We just, <laughs> just we, scavenging. We pick up a bunch Gavage. of players,
0: then we sell them off for shit. <laughs> <You're just> pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty
1: much what Jed's doing right now.
2: Yes, exactly. Well, so Seiya Suzuki is like finding the Mandalorian armor at that Yeah, point, pretty much. He is our okay. Mandalorian uh, armor get to at that. this point. Yeah. Uh, where do we leave off Oscar? Did I read his yet? Yeah. Seen too many predictions on the, on lately on the socks, but I hope they win it all. Hope so too. Oscar. And then last we have Lynn. Is that last? No, that's not. No, last. there's two more Lynn on the rankings. All I can say is I hope my cubbies do well this year. I love to see them at least get to the
0: playoffs. You guys feeling playoffs yet? What no. I mean, games? if everything breaks right, there's no injuries and everybody makes progress. And there's it no maybe, sell-off. No sell-off. Maybe a second or last wild-card spot, but I don't see that happening. Vinny, I don't know about you. Vinny's holding yeah. on. He's got them winning I mean, the division. He's got them winning the division. What am I talking about? I got them winning the
1: yeah. division. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it'll be okay. I don't know if there's going to be a... Se- sell out uh, yeah i don't know if they're if we'll they're
0: have to wait and see for the division why would they sell um well yeah but it's tom ricketts you know what i mean and jed <laughs> and wh- whoever the hell our gm is now i don't even know what the guy's name is because jerry really, gm oh yeah there, I thought there was jed's the guy he's the guy yeah. he's like the man behind the curtain pulling the strings you know so pretty much
1: yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do end up doing this year if they're in it uh, in the hunt. If they're, you know, if they're in third but they're, you know, 3 games back, what are they going to do? Yeah. Um it'll yeah. be it'll Keep be going. interesting to see. I think you're right. I think you're but right. But they'll Mer- <laughs> <in. laughs>
2: Meredith on Facebook on music albums topics. Here we go. I love that DMB and Goo Goo Dolls made it on the list. But a little sad they're off they're only honorable mentions.
0: Oh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If I could have done the Central Park live album, that would have probably been like one or two on my list for sure. I got to say, though, I was very happy that Vinny went and listened to Everclear's So Much for the Afterglow, and he said he liked that album. It's it was not cool. bad. I mean, have did you listen to Coldplay's A Rush of Blood to the Head yet? No. Okay. Well, you let me know when you do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: And last but not least, Daniel on his uh, on the Marquee Network, you'd think they give their employees marquee for the away games slash games. We don't work, but nope. OK, so. so.
0: Yeah. So Daniel is a uh, former coworker or I should say a former teacher I used to work with in our district. And he uh, part time, I believe, worked. I don't know if he, I think he was a vendor or a guest services member at Wrigley. Um and I was on a tirade earlier this week, being mad that I didn't have Marquee still. And then a good friend of mine, who will remain nameless because I like to protect the innocents, may have given me his information, and now mm. I have Marquee. Oh, so, dun dun dun! I, and I just want to say, uh, after watching, I'm very thankful he gave it to me, and it's great to watch the Cubs games. But Tom Ricketts, your channel and your app suck. Ooh. The app, uh, okay, app, it's a piece of shit. In uh, the well, graphic. Roasted. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. In <laughs> the graphic design. And maybe because I'm a snob, because we do this for our thumbnails and things. Mm-hmm. Their, their graphic design for their bumpers and things is literally a white screen with text. Like anybody can do that. Like, come on, where's all this. Nice. The, those biblical <laughs> losses are, ha- are having an effect on their budget. They must yeah, be. They have
1: to hire people to do it. Maybe hire us. It, Justin.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I hire Greg. Greg's the one that knows what he's doing when it comes to graphic design. I, I just throw a bunch of shit on on the on the Canva page and hope it sticks. So, well, Ricketts better pay <laughs> up then. So, uh, <laughs> you might, be on, might be waiting. Might um, be waiting. All right. Well, thank you for all that wrote in, commented, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, now, though, we are going to go. Greg. Greg's maybe a little angry this week, so we're going to go to Greg's hot takes.
1: Greg's hot takes. I thought you want to get
3: nuts. Come on.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, all right. You
3: want to get nuts come on let's get nuts
0: all right um okay greg tell us what is making what? you angry and what uh what's on your mind this week
2: well <clears throat> i already kind of talked about liam Hendricks, so i don't have to revisit true. it again so liam i love you but i hate you, you drive me nuts you got to make me stop crapping myself in the ninth inning because I can't, can't. We can't take it anymore. We'd
0: appreciate that too.
2: <laughs> but if you do it again, believe me, this podcast voicemail line will hear about it. Um, MLB the Show twenty two PS five still in the shitter, uh, headed its way back to Fort Wayne, Indiana in a box. Um, but MLB the Show, your updates suck. Fix your equipment and edit player. My inventory, like this is what I love. You can actually, because you know, road to the show. You can buy equipment for your player and everything, and then so you do that. Let's say I want to get the latest Wilson A two thousand. Bump, bump, Spend this many stubs on it, whatsoever. Go to edit player, and oh wait, your equipment's not there because your game is broken. Yes, you've already on your third patch. That is a crazy download size. Um. Yeah, you're turning. you You're. you're should I say you're turning into the battlefield of? Oh uh, God, okay. that's so that's a steal. You're, tre- you're trending in that direction. I mean, overall, the core is good, but the server issues still remain. That's the stuff they're trying to vi- to fix. All the other um, details within the patch are going to Diamond Dynasty and leaving anything offline. Franchise mode. They don't even have the roster update yet. Seiya Suzuki is not
0: an MLB. That's either. a crime. Oh. I know um, what the hell is that Despite all that friend of the podcast and editor in chief of Game Informer magazine gave the the next gen version the PS5 and Xbox Series X a 8.5 Yeah
2: that's a I mean that's a fair score for what the game does I mean this is stuff we're really nitpicking yeah. on but as far yeah. as it runs and everything on next gen yeah I mean it's fair enough It's a cut above the rest but when you get into server issues and Mini modes. When you really dive in, yeah, there's some there's some stuff that still needs. Uh, mul- I mean, uh, we're we're talking about multiple patches right now, yeah. and they're still trying to catch up here. So, gotcha. so Sony PlayStation Five is making me so mad that I'm going out and I'm buying Xbox games. Wow, and I have three Xbox Series X games, and I do not have an Xbox Series X. Wait, but you, you bought, X- you're
0: buying those games now?
2: Well, because they also run on the Xbox.
0: Oh, okay, so. that makes sense.
2: Okay, um, so the other Whew. day. Once again, cheap-ass gamer strikes again on Twitter. Gotta stop following him. Yeah, you do. But for the first time in 15 years, I have bought a new copy of Halo. That's right. I picked up Halo Infinite the other day. It's actually downloading. I'm going to give it to go on the Xbox One later on. And yeah, I haven't played Halo since Halo 3, I think. So I'm going to check it out. And I got the steelbook and the game for like under 20 bucks from Best Buy. So nice. I'm just like the hell with you PlayStation going back to going back to the roots a little bit. So Very uh good. there we go. Um I did have some uh questions for you guys. Um or I guess you Justin, do you sure. remember what you came up with for the original name of this podcast since it is our anniversary? Oh, Vinny remembers. We had a different name? So we had a different name. I think it was just a working title, but uh you, I have your no initial pitch clue. when you were messing around with the video, do you remember what you had
0: down for it? No, what was our initial name? Vinny, do, what was it? What do you know, I, Vinny? Yeah. It is it was just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Was that it Oh correct. yeah, yeah, from the major league line?
2: The just from the major league line. Yeah, but I went on to, discuss, I went to search that in like a podcast app. And there's like a million yeah.
0: podcasts with that. Mostly like Cleveland Indians slash guardians, baseball based podcast. You know, so. it's funny, the more, obviously we're not going to change the name now because the tens of followers that we have, maybe even hunt, hunt. Oh, we have hundreds of followers <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, I, but the more I think about it, like the search engine optimization, the SEO when you search baseball and whatever, Actually, though, a lot of our stuff is starting to come up, so maybe the SEO, yeah. maybe the searching stuff's not bad, but you would think like it's not the most engines. it rolls off the tongue, so I guess it's a decent
2: name. Yeah. I don't know. There was also this video on YouTube called Baseball or Whatever, um, that you took those guys down, up. yeah. I, I, I don't think that really comes up anymore, no. so but yeah, just a bit outside, which would have worked too because we kind of go outside the lines a little yeah. bit with some of our stuff, yeah. yeah. But I mean, oh, keep it heard. simple, baseball and
0: whatever i completely so, forgot about that yeah, i'm surprised you did
3: you i did i have had
0: multiple it. people come up to me and say and i don't i don't remember which one of us came up with the name but i'm i've had multiple people come up and say I'll take credit for that one um <laughs> <laughs> i mean. really like how it's just very upfront. the first half is going to be baseball and the second half is going to be some other topic of whatever our choice is i'm like yeah it's, yep. it's not there's no false advertising that's for sure yeah
2: Right. No, no. And I that was that's what I was just said. I'm like that way we can talk about movies, video games, yeah. something else besides stinking baseball. So, yeah. so there you go. <laughs> and then, you know, going back and listening to the first episode for this episode, yeah, I couldn't understand a damn thing I was saying. I don't know if you still can, but oh don't worry, talking... we're gonna
0: play we're gonna play a clip later. Yes,
2: you are, but just for the record, I was talking directly through these very expensive Sony quality products right here where you can't understand anything. So Um, But I wore them for you guys today since it's, you know, our anniversary. There you go. (laughs) There
0: you go. (laughs) All right. Well, that does it for our Greg's Hot Takes. Uh, Let's get to some actual baseball. Let's do it. Baseball. Welcome back to Major
1: League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB.
0: All right. So, like we said, uh, both teams are kind of off to a hard start. The Sox, obviously, I think we knew that was going to be the case after that first game that uh, caused some concern for Greg. But uh, I did reach out on the Sox Facebook pages and on Twitter and ask Sox fans, um, what are they thinking? So, first, we had Rex on Facebook. He said, I don't like Abreu and Grandal in the three and four spots in the lineup. Greg, I don't know. Are they still in those spots? Where do you want them to hit, Rex? (laughs) <laughs> like what the, that that, is that is a rhetorical the, question, yeah. That is where they're meant to hit. You have a three-hitter, you have a cl- they can literally hit nowhere else. Is it is 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 Grandal maybe is are people upset because he's more focused on drawing walks usually? Is that why? And maybe, in the, in the but in the
2: really. I mean, what are you gonna hit him? Lead off, I don't put, put think him so. put, what's run, up to put, put, put Leori Garcia up there. Oh boy, oh god, well, he, he is playing a lot too. Like, I, I know I, he is. I mean, Abreu's Abreu's a three hitter. I mean, that's that's yeah. his spot in the lineup. Grandal. I mean, if you want to drop him lower, that's fine. I'm not putting him higher. So, okay. No,
1: God, no. Why would yeah.
2: you? Yeah, uh, yeah. But he's yeah. a guy I pegged at cleanup. I mean, if he's not batting cleanup, I'd rather it'd be Aloy for me. But
1: say, yeah, would it be Aloy or put Vaughn there? Maybe
2: Vaughn eventually. Yeah, he's off to a hot start. But uh, yeah, if you want to put him. Five, six, seven. That's okay, I guess, but um four is fine for now for me. I don't know. There I you go.
0: Yeah, Braves in the three spot though. Come on, Rex. I, I I do not know Rex. Uh the other one of the other guys that wrote in Joe, I do know Joe. Uh, he said, Sox all day, first in the AL Central in front of that other team we associate with. I don't know if that's a dig on the Cubs or the Twins. I'm going to think the Twins, but the he's,
3: twins.
0: yes, but he said he <laughs> is happy for both the Sox and Cubs that they're off to good starts. So, Joe, thank you. And then, wait, does uh, Joe, is Joe like, is he from Minnesota or something? No, he's from, he's from, oh, Chicago. I grew up with well, him, He's actually. talking about the Cubs then,
2: right? Maybe. I'm not talking know. about the twins.
0: Joe, if you're listening, write in and tell us what you're, writing, what you're talking Stop about. Right.
2: Well, if you're talking about the twins, Joe, don't bother writing in. because I don't want. Greg doesn't want to hear about the twins. No, I do not. Um,
0: and then uh, good old Pretzel Vince wrote in. He said, while I root for both teams as a casual fan, I'm more excited about the White Sox. They're off to a good start. They have a good shot at winning the pennant, possibly the World Series. They have to stay healthy. But right now they are playing very good ball. Mm-hmm. So there hey, you go. An old man's talking. Uh, so there you go there's some comments from Sox fans right now about the hot start uh greg i think you added this you said the white Sox are the first team to have a 28 man roster and 28 men that were injured this week including yeah, we're gonna have both <laughs> including wow. giolito lynn crochet kelly burr moncada and pollock
2: and Eloy day-to-day uh josh harrison day-to-day now so we're
0: building on that 28 man there I-O. is there is a twitter we're account i don't know right now. I don't know which Twitter account it is, but uh, they literally are taking images of the Sox fan, Sox players, and putting them in the clouds, making them look like angels. <laughs> <laughs> and it started off as one or two, and now it's like it's just all like these what people. What
2: they did with Eloy
0: last year?
1: <laughs> we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about that last year because when the uh, Eloy got hurt. They, like, made it, like, the, the socks in the first, like, season, like, laid out his jersey and everything, and they yeah. all were... Yeah,
0: he was like in his memoriam, and he's feet. dead. Yeah. Like he died.
1: <laughs> and I, I love that the Sox fans just made a mockery of that, because it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I mean, they were this one this step year, away. It's, just, it's comical right. now, because they're, like... The, the next person up uh, they're like oh welcome they right. <laughs> yeah. never going to happen
2: i mean they, they were one step away from all wearing his jersey number on yeah pretty much something yeah. like we that. need a patch can we get a shoulder what? patch yeah it's 74 like <laughs> what is happening right now uh, the guy's like so. literally in the clubhouse too he's just inactive
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not like he's gone and he's in a hospital somewhere right. he's you can go talk to him, he's right, right. Down he's the, right, right down, there. He's right down the he on the bench.
2: He's good for right. nothing, but you know, just keep your seat warm, I guess. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, the the other thing is, I know Greg, obviously, being our anniversary episode, we're going to revisit some of the things from previous episodes and our earlier topics. So, Greg, you want to talk about your what you're re what we are revisiting from our yeah. White Sox talk?
2: So, um on our first episode, I was ragging on good old Nick Williams a little bit. Remember, I don't that? even remember Nick Williams. Yeah, <laughs> so he was this outfielder that was with Philly and he just stunk with Philly, he came to the White Sox and also stunk. He was an NRI in spring training and then he selected his contract in the first week. And then Tony had him batting in the fifth spot for like three straight games, or something he did. like that. So I was ragging on him on our first episode, like, get this guy out of here. And he did eventually leave. Um, and what he's up to now, well, he is with uh, Marge Simpson and George Bush Sr. in the unemployment line. <laughs> because he is, I was wondering um, why that was there. Don't worry, it gets easier every week. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think he's just a free agent, according to Wikipedia. I don't know, unless he's in Mexican League somewhere with Yasiel Puig and those guys. But uh, yeah, just at home, you know, sitting on his ass. As long as you're not in the White Sox. So because he wasn't doing shit last year. so I give him time. The Cubs all. Will... they'll pick him up. (laughs) Um, one thing that was going good, uh, was your (laughs) mean at this time a year ago. Oh God! And, uh, I can add him to the uh, injured list too, because he's still technically on the 40 man roster and on the injured list. So I don't know if he had a shot of being on the 28 man roster, but, uh, we were living the, um, we were living the good days with your mean a year ago before the whole, uh, Tony Larusa debacle. Uh, if only we would have known what was apart. about to come. Yeah, that was uh, oh, that
0: came man. later on down the road. But um, that is still one of our highest rated videos. Is you talking about your disdain for Tony Larusa <laughs> on YouTube? <laughs> Great. Well,
2: that translates to you you asked me, Justin, how do you feel about Tony LaRusso? And I don't, wasn't a fan a year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, if we fast forward to now, how do I feel about Tony LaRusso? A little better, I guess. You're content. I'm, I'm content. Don't don't really mind him so much. Um that's about it. So, <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, I guess you could have a lot worse to say. I mean, he's you could end this season. You know, we'll, we'll see what kind of shenanigans
0: he pulls. But uh, right now, I'm I'm a Tony. I don't. I mean, for the sake of our know. content creation, I hope he does something stupid in the near future because it makes oh, our views yeah. oh, go up. Oh, so he will.
2: he'll do he'll do some <laughs> old old man Hall of Famer shit. But he is batting Andrew Bond in the lineup now. He's getting a lot more at bats because he really wasn't uh, last year. I remember right. Uh, at least what we were talking about. So, uh, Vaughn's in the lineup, or he has been. DHN played left today or yesterday. Um, and he's uh, he's swinging the bat pretty well. So, uh nice. let's not trade him, Ricon. Thank you very much. So all right. That's what we were talking about a year ago about the White Sox.
0: So well, I mean, they're still Different there's team. still in contention. The window is still open to for a championship, albeit maybe closing a little bit. I know Greg is concerned about uh, that, but it closes as
2: soon as it opens, it starts to close. you, know, so. when you talk to Cubs fans,
0: let will tell you all about that. <laughs> um Let's uh, speaking of Cubs fans, let's talk about some some comments from the Cubs. And like I said, we did not I, I put both these comments to both White Sox fans and Cubs fans. We didn't really get anything from Cubs fans, which was disappointing. But uh in terms of a hot start, the guys over from the dorm room dispute podcast said the rotation is pretty thin right now. For the Cubs, sorry, Uh, but if we can weather the storm, I have White Sox in there. Uh, if we can weather the storm for the first few months, we are going to be dangerous. So maybe that is for the Sox. it for the White Sox, <laughs> too. White Sox. Oh, sorry, Fed, <laughs> that was me. My fault. My mistake. Thank you, Dorm Room Podcast, for referencing the White Sox. We appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Our guy, Pretzel Vince, also wrote in about the Cubs. He said, I usually wait for them until they get past the June swoon. If they can get past June with a decent record, I can usually get excited about the Cubs. I think that's a great attitude to have, especially this season. Um I'll be honest. I don't know if I've had an epiphany or what, but I'm just going to enjoy the season for what it is. There's no expectations on these guys. Um, unlike last year, where I thought they should still be playing well before they dumped everybody, uh, and that was looming over them all season as well. I, I, I'm really excited to see what Nick Madrigal and Nico Horner can do. I'm excited to see what Schwindel and Wisdom, if they can keep going their success from with their success from last year. I'm excited to see Rivas get more playing time. David Ross, you need to get him more playing time at first. Uh, Hermosillo and Ortega out in center field. I'm excited about even Clint Frazier, who I didn't expect anything from. Don't really know if he should be batting lead off every time he plays, but, um, you know, I don't know. I'm Hendricks worries me. We, we can get into, he had a really rough outing the other, the other yesterday. Um, yep. Justin Steele doesn't look too bad. Granted, he only made it four innings tonight, but he only gave up two runs in those four innings. So I'll take it. It's still early. Uh, Drew Smiley worries me a little bit. I don't know. He did good this last outing, but who knows if he can keep that up? So I don't know. I mean, Vinny, how do you? You're a Cubs fan. How do you feel? Like I just feel like there's they're playing with house money. We'll see what they do. If they can end up being 500, I'll be happy. I think that's a reach, but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I picked him to win the division. Um, I, to me, it's it feels like 2015. Um it has a well a, a chance to be like twenty fifteen yeah. where they're gonna surprise and kind of take a, a bigger leap than people think. Um it really comes down to how guys progress. Um, you know, is you know Frank Schwindel gonna be able to do what he did last year at not that same uh capacity that he was doing, but is he gonna you know be able to replicate something similar to that, if not the exact same thing? Um, you know, they got guys like Clint Frazier, you know, is he gonna get back on track after, you know, being in that soul sucking organization that's known as the New York Yankees? Um, <laughs> now that he can grow a beard and play freely. Yeah. You know, what's Nick Magical? Is Nico Horner gonna be able to sustain a whole season playing without you know injuries and yeah, being injured? Um, right now, Patrick Wisdom seems like he didn't fix whatever was wrong at the end of last season. Yeah. He's 0 for 3 tonight. Um Nick Madrigal is 2 for 4. And Frank Schwindel Sh- Sh- is 2 for 3 right now, mm-hmm. and he's currently the- at bat. So he's doing well. Um Yeah, you know, they are playing with house money. I have no expectations. Um, So it could very well be a fun season, I yeah. think. Um I think they're going to, you know, they got a bunch of try hard guys, so they're going to be in, you know, they're going to try every game. It's it's not going to have that feeling with what it felt like with the court where, you know, if they were down by a bunch of runs that was hit. They weren't going to try to scrap anything back, to, you know, yeah, scrap, scrape anything together and, you know, kind of come back. But um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the season. I think it's going to be a fun, fun year. Um, Yeah. Alfonso Rivas needs more playing time at first. Um Frank Schwindel can take DH, but yeah, needs needs to be the the first baseman. There's been already too many errors uh by Frank in the field um for him to to have that position when you have the DH position he can he can man. Um and maybe you can take Jason Hayward and leave him on the, the bench uh more often than not. Um yeah. and you know, find spots for the other outfielders out there. So
0: it, it seems like they haven't been afraid to do that so far. Like every time I look at the lineup, like he's definitely not usually in the lineup. I don't know if you've noticed that too, Vinny, at least from what I've seen the last couple of games, at least, but um, yeah, yeah. I I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I'm very curious to see what I I told you I would eat crow on this. I was very hard on Ian Hap. I am not an Ian Hap fan, but he is kicking ass to start off this season. So uh, Ian, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, uh, please keep it going. Um, they got him playing left field, which, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he came up as a second baseman from college, then they put him in center and now he's playing left. So, you know, I, that's fine. Um, we'll see what he can do. It, it's crazy to think he's probably one of the leaders on the team now. It sounds like obviously along with Hayward and Hendricks and maybe Contreras, but um yeah, so we'll see. I mean, maybe he's finally figured it out. And if that's the case, then roll with it and, you know, keep him in the lineup. I know he had a good hit today earlier today when I was watching the game. Um, yeah, so keep it going there. Uh, can we get into the Brewers and Cubs and how much I'm sick of the Brewers? Um, I never really cared about the Brewers ever into the last couple of years. I always figured, the you know, I always hated the Cardinals. The Brewers are turning into this whiny organization. I just, oh, my God, this whole thing with them they hit Contreras last weekend for the 15th time in like a year and a half to two years. Uh, And then obviously they threw it McCutcheon and I am not for throwing it guys, especially not at their head, but they threw it as like hip and then McCutcheon was like, they were trying to hurt me. No, they weren't. Come on. Um, now I do know that they there's something along the lines of like the last two and a half to three years both the Cubs and Brewers have hit each other 24 and 25 times respectively so it's definitely not all one sided but when can one guy gets hit 15 times you can't tell me that there's not something to that that seems kind of silly I don't know Vinny did you what did you think about that
1: Yeah well I, I'm curious as to who hits who first mm-hmm. in that. 20 was it 25 to 24? I thought it was 27 to 24. Um, times hit. Um, the, the Brewers have hit the Cubs 27 times, and the Cubs that was it. Thank you. But I'm, I'm curious as to who hits who first. I'm pretty sure it's the Brewers, you know. I, again, I'm probably bias on this but i'm pretty sure it's the brewers hitting the cubs first especially this last two times it was wilson Contreras, and then it was ian happy getting hit in the knee mm-hmm. uh, and then the cubs retaliated by hitting uh, andrew mccutcheon in his butt area yes um, and yeah it might have been the hip and he might have been you know saying they were trying to hurt him is because he was worried the old man was hip was going to break <laughs> by getting hit by the ball but and I heard his his thing was that um, the unwritten rule, one of these great unwritten rules, uh, um, <sighs> is if you're going to hit a guy, you hit him on the first pitch. Uh, supposedly this was the fourth or you know third or fourth pitch, and they were throwing off speed stuff. So that tells you that you know as a hitter, you're not going to get hit. They're going to pitch to you. My feeling is if you're going to hit somebody and you, and you're going to hit them just in the you know the butt area. Um, yeah, that's, that's a perfect thing to do throw some off-speed pitches, make them think well into thinking that you're actually trying to pitch to them. Then you just rifle one right at their butt, um, and make them feel it. Um, but his thing was too, that, um, you know, if you're throwing at them, they don't have time to react because they're going to be leaning into it, not expecting a ball to be coming at them. I don't really care about that as long as, you know, you're hitting them in, in the butt area, yeah. you do that. Um, I think he's just being a baby about it. Um but yeah, I I don't like the whole beanball thing, but what are the brewers doing? Like I don't know. I mean I know Contreras admitted like, oh, you know, the past couple ones that have been hidden, I've been leaning you know, leaning over the plate, taking up a lot of space. Still, like have some control and don't, you know, you don't if you can't pitch inside, what are you doing? Like Stop trying to hurt, you know, you're going to be, you're going to hurt somebody doing that, but you know, whatever, I guess, um, I guess that's why they wear the the pads and stuff like that. So I guess it can't be, people shouldn't be, I guess, getting too upset about it. Um, the brewers are very whiny about it. If you're hitting Mm -hmm. people. You know, baseball there, you're going to get hit back. So what are you complaining about? It's, you're not, you know, it's out of no reason. Even if it is an accident, you keep doing it. You're, you know, the other team's going to get upset. um, Yeah. You you play
0: stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Like it is what it is. You know what I mean? So complaining about it. I agree. I agree. So I know uh, Greg will be right back, but he mentioned to revisit, obviously we were just talking about the Cubs and Brewers still hitting each other for the last couple seasons. Now uh, he said, Justin described the Cubs as a dumpster fire a year ago. How would you describe them now? I, like I said, I kind of have this sense of optimism. I wouldn't call them a dumpster fire. I would just kind of call them. They're not, I wouldn't even call them a dumpster. They're just, uh, they're, they're a bunch of guys playing baseball. I don't, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Uh, He looks like a guy. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's it's 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 a weird um, feeling of I don't even know if I would call it optimism, but it's just like, you know, I I listen to the game. I turn them on. And honestly, unlike other years, I don't know if they're going to lose. I don't know if they're going to win. I don't know if they're going to blow someone out. I don't know if they're going to get blown out. And it's kind of exciting. It's it's weird. It's kind of like you said, Vinny, going back to that 2015 season. Reminds me a little bit of like oh three oh four oh five 3 4 5 maybe a little bit where they were decent and they had potential. I mean, I don't know if I would call them decent yet, but there's that potential of what you could see in the future. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you know what? It's it's a weird place to be. I, would, I am much happier in this position with the Cubs than I was last season. When you knew it was going to end, it was just a matter of when. So as much as I bitched about them trading everyone, I feel like it was ripping the Band-Aid. You had to do it. It's over and done with now. It was weird seeing Brian in a Rockies uniform when I was watching the game earlier before we started recording, but um, it's fine. I don't know any, any any differences for you or
1: no. Um, I actually prefer watching baseball this way, just yeah. because um, you know, there's no expectations. You don't have to get you know they lose a game. Okay, so what? Um, they lose a game. It's not like you're you know like Greg where you know, the expectation is you're supposed to win every game. Yeah. And so when they lose and lose in an ugly way, it's It's depressing, absolutely frustrating. And to the point where you go on an expletive rant, um, who would do such a thing, right? Um, He's going to create a lot
0: more work with me if they keep losing. And I I remember, you
1: know, after 2016, that's that's how I felt yeah. though early on in the season where it's like you know every game mattered and it was you know what you know by you know none of the core were hitting what are they doing they you know they all stink they got to yeah. put it together or if only they could put it together um, so yeah I, I'm I'm I like this season yeah. I think it's gonna be a fun year
0: so yeah I'm, I'm all for it. I I would say I am more excited for Cubs baseball or just I'm more excited for baseball in general this year than opposed to like the last three or four seasons after the World Series. Just for the exact same reason that you don't know what's going to happen. There's not this aura of you have to win. You have to win now. It's just we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be good this day. Maybe it'll be bad. And you just kind of take it for what it is. And there's not that sense of, oh, God, they lost again. We're not going to make, we're going to have to settle for the wild card. Like if the Sox go on a major losing streak or something like that. So, Mm -hmm. um, all right, real quick, we'll go around the MLB and then I I have a couple things I want to mention about the Hawks before we get into our, whatever, uh, Kershaw was pulled after a perfect seven inning game. I know Greg said he gets it, but he hates it. Um, I get it. I know Fergie Jenkins was not happy about it at all. Um, he was on Twitter the other day saying, you know, I would have stayed out there, which I get it. But Kershaw also had major shoulder problems last year, if I'm not mistaken, didn't pitch a lot in the off season, didn't practice. He had the late start, the short spring training. I get it. I mean, I don't know. It's
1: not a full, full spring training. Uh, and he's got injury problems in, yeah. the, in the past and not just last year, but the year before that, I think he had a bad back. Yeah, um, you I know, he I, was fine with it too. Like, yeah, he was that's the other thing. He was fine, he said he would have liked to have stayed out there, but he gets it and he's okay with it. I, I think, you know, yeah, back in the day, guys probably would have you know stayed in there and kept going. Um, but that's they also didn't pay pitchers like they pay him today. There's a lot of money invested yeah, in it. It's a business. It, It's a business and, you know, it's the, the most, one of the most important, you know, positions on the field. Um, so yeah, I, I, there's a lot of uproar about it, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's just, it's just noise. I I don't, it doesn't make any sense. You know, this isn't also a normal season either. If, if they had a full spring training, he probably would have gotten the chance. I feel like to do it, but. They didn't, and this is where where they're at in baseball. You know, you know, guys are getting pulled after eighty pitches because they don't aren't ramped up. You know, you they have more on the line than just a perfect game. Yeah. Um, and what what happens if they have him go into the ninth inning? He doesn't get it, and then his next start he blows out his arm. Yeah, you yeah. know, or you know, he, he's injured after that, and he he misses significant time.
0: Um, I don't really care. I mean, I, I the way I look at it, too, is if this is the Orioles and they they have no shot, then, yeah, yeah, let the guy stay out there. If he gets hurt, it doesn't really matter. Your season's pretty much going to be done in a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah. But the Dodgers are World Series contenders. They have a chance to keep going, you know, for, to get far. far. Yeah, I think Dave Roberts said as much. Um, I get it. also uh, the same
1: thing, too. Yeah. Those individual awards are great, but we're, we're not the World Series. Numbers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's great. I get it. Um, Greg mentioned that the NL Cy Young pickoff, uh, I'm sorry, the, the NL Cy Young race is off to a hot start. Logan Webb yesterday had eight innings, four hits, one run, zero walks, and seven Ks. And his first start was six innings, five hits, one earned run, one walk, and three Ks. So he's off to a great start. Uh, The other thing I want to mention, real quick, before we wrap up our baseball talk, and we have one more news segment with baseball, we'll get to in a second, um, was Gabe Kapler. uh, If you weren't, if you guys didn't hear yesterday, the Giants and the Padres played. The Giants were up ten to one. The Giants batter Mauricio Dubon went up and bunted for a hit, uh, while they were up for nine, and the Padres were very angry about that. I bunting, maybe not the best look, but if you want to go up there and swing for the fence, I don't care, but I, I really, and I don't, I'm not a big Gabe Kapler fan. I thought he was a complete boob uh, when he was in Philadelphia as a manager, but I liked his uh, quote that he came out. He said, I fully support the decisions here. I support the decision that Duggar made. I support the decision that Dubon made. The bunch right there. Our goal is not exclusively to win one game in a series. It's to try and win the entire series. Sometimes that means trying to get deeper into the opposition's pen. And I understand that many teams don't love that strategy. And I get why. It's something we talked about it as a club before the season. And we are comfortable with that strategy. It's not meant to be disrespectful in any way. It's because we feel it's the best way to try and win a series. Yes. I think that nails it. I mean, Mm you, you, the goal is to eat up the bullpen so that they don't have anybody to go to. So if you want to keep hitting, hitting in, in, in providing, you know, extra base hits and, you know, moving guys around the base paths and in the first game of the the series, you get through like three bullpen pitchers. So then the next game, they only have like two or three maybe to go with. That's an excellent strategy. So why are we throwing it guys? Now, like I said, bunting, probably not the best look, but Swing, go up there and swing swing away i know there was a video of kapler talking to this player so i don't know if he said hey don't do that next time and now he's just defending his players which i think is a great way to do it because there's other managers that would throw their players under the bus but Mm um yeah i just i saw that and i thought that was a very interesting take and one that i really liked so
1: yep no i i agree um i think you know especially if he handled it you know in the clubhouse and then yeah. came out, he had his players back. That's a lot better than the, um, San Diego Padres manager. At not, uh, who, who was a guy last year?
0: Oh, uh, not Andy green. I honestly don't remember, but not Bud black. Was it Bud no. black? No, oh. but I know, I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, but he, he was, was it, um, like two years ago, three years ago when Tatis hit that grand slam and then he yep. just absolutely ripped into him in the press conference It's like, what are you doing? Have your players back, yeah. especially a player of that town. If it was some, you know, scrub or something like that, that was just, you know, getting minimal playing time, which again, you shouldn't be, you know, ripping into him anyways. Right. But, um, I guess it'd be more forgivable. Um, um, you know, and you know, Doing that to you know somebody that wasn't of Tatis's caliber, Um, but yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) That's how I felt. Yeah,
1: they're playing the long game. Um, Yeah, again, a bunt isn't probably the best look, but if you're gonna you know still try to get hits and home runs and you know eat into the bullpen, that's just great strategy. Um, Yeah, bunting probably isn't the best way to go about doing that though. And um, agree. it doesn't seem like that's what the call was. It's just what he did. And I'm wondering if they had a shift on at that time. He was just trying to beat the shift. That
0: could which, be. Which whatever. I can't blame no, that either. You no,
1: know? <laughs> don't shift. Um, so whatever, you know, if, if that's what he was doing, I kind of take back what I said then. Kudos to him beating the shift. Yeah. Um, then don't shift, you know, that's on the defense to not shift that way. Um, right. So, yeah, yeah whatever. I,
0: It'll. We'll see what happens. Uh, Greg also had us. He wanted to revisit Trevor Bauer and the sticky stuff. Trevor Bauer. I don't I think he's still going to be away for a little while. So we'll see. We'll see that blew up really quick. And then he's kind of been in limbo. And then obviously the sticky stuff stuff. I did hear that the umpires are now checking the players fingers and hands. They are not just checking the belt and stuff like that anymore. And the glove. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of a unique perspective. I like that. And the other thing, uh, Joe West and Paul LaDuca, you guys will have to refresh my memory. I do not remember what happened with Joe West and Paul LaDuca. Do you is guys Barry remember? I do. Greg is back. Oh. Okay. Greg, I am. You want- can,
2: can you guys hear me?
0: Yes, we are. You're dedicated. Okay. You're on your phone now. Okay.
2: Right? So we have all technology has failed. Just to give you an update. So we have reverted to the phone Zoom Uh-oh. app now. That's all right. <laughs> Until we get this figured out, but, um, Fair enough. so if you remember the Paula Duca thing was, remember, he lost that court case to him where he was, where Joe yes. West sued him.
0: Oh, that's right. Because of the
2: whole like Billy Wagner, um, you know, he, he claimed that, you know, Billy Wagner was stealing calls, uh, from Joe West that's because right. he let him drive around the car, but you know, Paul <laughs> never that. caught, um, Billy Wagner when Joe West was uh, umpiring, so it was like a false accusation thing, and Joe West won that uh, defamation case, and Paul Duca had to pay him a good chunk of money. So yeah, I know that was, yeah, that was that was happening a, a year ago, um, at that time. So Joe West is obviously gone, and I think they purposely waited. Now that you know, umpires are kind of like NFL refs now, where they announce. Um, the uh, results of replays uh, in the stadium. (laughs) I think they waited purposely um, now that uh, until Joe West retired. So he he, he would probably love to do that. So yeah, Yeah. he loves the big stage.
0: So there you go. All right. We (laughs) are happy to debut a new segment. Vinny, let's go. And
3: now
1: folks, it's time for Cooties. who's hot? So damn hot. Oh hot. Because I'm a hot little potato right now. And who's not?
0: I'm afraid that the conditioners left me cold. Freezing my royal rastafarian name is off. This guy <laughs> sucks. Alright, Vinny, tell us who's hot, who's not. Alright, for the White
1: Sox. Greg, do you want to guess who is hot out of okay, hold on. This is uh gonna be a weekly. Um, segment where we're going to look at the last seven days and see who is hot on both sides of town hitting for each team and who is not. And it's going to be based on um, the minimum plate appearances. Do you guys know what the minimum requirement plate appearances per game is? Three per game. Three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. What, do, do you guys know per, per game? Is it three per game? Three. Yep, a 3.1 to be exact. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. And and this is all uh from Fangraphs. Um so, yes, yeah, so I'll be doing this on a weekly basis. Um for the White Sox, Greg, do you know who is the hottest hitter right now for the White Sox?
2: Um I would guess either Tim Anderson or Luis Robert.
1: Tim Anderson does not as qualify as a the for the hottest hitter. He oh, doesn't have enough plate appearances right now. That's right. He missed the
2: first two games. I would say Luis it, Robert then.
1: That is correct. Uh, Luis Robert uh, is hitting 350 with an on base percentage of .381, um, slugging 700 with an OPS of .1081, Ooh. and weighted runs created plus of 207. Nice, sweet. He's hot. Yeah. Very nice. Who's not hot for the White Sox right now.
2: Okay, so, again, taking into account plate appearances, um, would it be Grandal?
1: No. No? Um, Who's near the bottom, though? Okay. The list was very short. It was about five or six guys.
2: Okay. Um, Would it be Abreu?
1: No. This guy no. I was talking about is, uh, th- this guy would have been replaced with a player I had mentioned earlier about keeping on.
2: About keep, oh, um, wait, well, you're not, wait, Burger's doing good though.
1: Yep, not, but so- who would he replace if we- I put him in the position oh, that I said?
2: Josh Harrison. Or no, Leary Garcia. Know. Oh, it is Josh Harrison. Okay. Josh
1: Harrison. Yep. He's hitting 167 yeah. on base, 211, slugging 333 for an OPS of 544 with a weighted runs created plus of 50. Not no. good. <laughs> Dude, not <laughs> Yikes. good at all. Good,
2: now, good thing the glove is working with him, though. <laughs> yeah, God. he had
1: a nice play out in the field. Um, yeah. Let's going to say, uh, Justin.
0: Yes. Do you happen to know who the hottest hitter is for the Cubs? That would be my guy that I've been behind since day one, Ian Hap. Mm. Uh, Seiya Suzuki. Love it. Uh,
1: all right. He is hitting 400 on base percentage of 424. Uh, slugging 1,000 for an wow. OPS of 1.524 and a weighted runs created plus of 300. He wow. is on fire right now. And also another fun stat uh, from him is he is the first player in the first, uh what is it, five games now that they've played. Um, I don't know tonight. Um, he, let me check. Does not have a walk tonight but he is the first player since 1920 when they started the rbi stat to have a walk and a uh, rbi in the first five games so he's making wow. history right now maybe tonight he can make it six i don't think so because they're in the bottom of the ninth so not uh, gonna happen that's gonna happen um unless the Rockies tie it up. So, yes, he is extremely hot for the Cubs
0: right now. Good for um, him. Do you, do you know who is not hot for the Cubs? Uh the guy that just went 0 for 4 with a strikeout right now, that would be Patrick Wisdom.
1: Yes, 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Oof. Um <laughs> Um but yes, uh before tonight he was hitting 0.59 with an on-base percentage of 105, slugging 059 and an OPS of 164 with a weighted runs created plus of minus 57. Oh, Patrick, no. It doesn't get any colder than that. <laughs> no. And, and just to put uh, into perspective some of these hitting streaks, because some of them can be pure luck. Um I am also taking I've also wrote, wrote down what the uh I don't know if you guys have heard of the uh metric BAPIP, uh batting average on mm-hmm. balls in play. Um yep, I love those, that stat. For those of you that don't know it looks at the average uh at balls specifically hit in play. So it doesn't look at strikeouts or home runs in the calculation. It's uh the calculation's hits minus home runs divided by at bats minus strikeouts minus home runs. Plus sacrifice flies. It helps provide uh, um, context for hitters and pitchers. And for hitters, the league average is 300. So if a hitter is, you know, like, say, a Suzuki or Ian Happ, his before today, his BAPIP was 700. So he's going to regress the mean back to 300 at some yeah. point. Um, say, a Suzuki right now, his BAPIP is. 375. So he's, you know, he's hitting 400 with 375. He's probably going to regress, obviously, a little bit. Um, whereas Luis Robert, uh, why do I always want to say Robert? Uh, Luis Robert is his BAPIP. Uh, he's hitting 350, but his bap is 294. So mm. he actually can be doing better. Uh, he's having a little bit of bad luck. Um, In his balls in play. Um, Josh Harrison and Patrick Wisdom. They are both. um, uh, Ahead of their batting average. So they're still having some bad luck. Um, So they probably could improve their batting average a little bit. Josh Harrison was hitting 167. His BAPIP was 176. Um, Patrick Wisdom. uh, Was hitting 059. And his BAPIP is 164. So both of those guys could probably. Improve uh, with a little bit of luck. Hopefully, Um, obviously, it's not an exact uh, science where, you know, they are going to get back to 300 at some point this season. Um, They could still just be very unlucky or just very bad if they're just smacking the ball into the ground um, and not out of the outfield. So um, I figured I'll provide that as context so we can kind of uh, see who's lucky and who's actually hitting well, like Luis Robert is hitting well right now. Um, Ian Happ is getting extremely lucky to have a BAPIP of 700. 700? So, yeah. Holy <laughs> crap. So, All that right. That is debut for who's hot and who's not.
0: I love it. Awesome. All right. I have two quick Blackhawks things if we want to jump to some hockey talk real quick, because I know we're running yeah. really long.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. Um,
0: If not. use puck bags. Hey,
1: shut
3: up! You guys stink. I thought we came here to play hockey. No, I knew we forgot something.
1: Diving in on what's happening with the Chicago Blackhawks.
0: All right. Uh the only thing I really have, um, Pat Foley, if you're not familiar with him or you're not in Chicago, he is the historic Blackhawks uh commentator broadcaster. He's been around. I think he is Oh, God, 80. He's been around since either 81, 82, something like that. Late 70s, if that. Uh, there was a brief period of time where he was fired for wanting a raise in the mid-early 2000s by old man Dollar Bill Wirtz, uh, and he went and did some Wolves broadcast, then came back after Bill Wirtz passed away, and he's been back ever since. Um, historic guy. If you've ever listened to or watched a Blackhawks game, you've heard his calls. I, I There's something fishy with the way he's being... why why he's leaving or being pushed out I, I there's gonna be more that comes out I think um he's barely called any he's probably only called a quarter to half the games no away games this season they've had a bunch of other people come in and do his job um and the season's not technically even over but they're having him stop tonight so they did a big send-off for him I'm gonna I recorded it I'm gonna go back and watch it but uh Yeah, great guy. There's not going to be another guy like him. I want to go pick up uh, NHL Open Ice Challenge for PlayStation 1 because he did the uh, audio broadcasting for that game. It's like NBA Jam for hockey. And then lastly, Jonathan Taves. Someone sticks a microphone in his mouth and he says something stupid. Um, This week, he said, Jonathan Taves said he'd like to have more communication with with GM Kyle Davidson and the coaching staff to hear their honest opinion of what they expect from him as team captain. You're the freaking team captain. You should know what is expected of you. You've been. Ugh. Boom. Roasted. You've been the captain for a decade. If you don't know what's expected of you, or if you want to play the, well, we've never been this bad card. I don't know what to do. Then you shouldn't be captain in the first place. Uh, Taves. I love you for what you've done for the city and for the team, but the last few seasons, you clearly don't understand. You do not have the ability level anymore. It's time to go. So I hope next season they trade him because he's only got one year left on his deal. And he is not worth $11.5 million. So there you go. That is all I have for Blackhawks Talk. I am angry. They suck. The season cannot end soon enough <laughs> for them. Uh, real quick, uh, I guess, Vinny, you want to hit the Bulls? The Bulls? Uh, He's on fire!
3: He's on fire. defense. Whoa! I don't play defense.
0: Boom, shakalaka! All right,
3: you're going to have to listen to Mike on this, guys. Okay. Listen up.
0: I'm Charles Barkley. It's a wannabe who looks like him. All right. Uh there we go. Real quick, Bulls and Bucks. Oh boy, this is going to be a bloodbath. Uh Vinny, what's what's your prediction for the Bulls and Bucks series starts this weekend? Bring out get it! It's Going to be over <laughs> and four. over and 4? Oh yeah. Uh, I will second that, over and 4 to the Bucks. Greg, what about you?
2: Yeah, I'll go with you guys. That was my initial thought. So
0: Oh, it's yep, it's going to be It's gonna be, you know what? I'm glad they're back in relevance. I'm glad it's exciting to watch them, albeit it hasn't been for the last month because they've been so bad. Uh, Hopefully, next season will be better. We'll build off that. But uh, here's to brighter and better future for the Bulls.
2: Shout shout out to the Chicago Bulls for keeping me and us entertained during the uh, lockout. I will say that. So because it was fun to watch.
0: And and Demar Derozan for a being a beast. All right, it is time for whatever. Now it's
1: time for whatever. 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 Whatever.
0: Whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude. Irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right. So before I hand the keys over to Greg this week, it is a one full year anniversary of our first show, Baseball and Whatever. I believe the first episode was titled Baseball and the Snyder Cut slash PS5. Uh, We do have a clip from the very first minute of the very first broadcast. Vinny, let's show the people how much we've changed. Show them the clip. How am I supposed to show them? Play play them the clip. That's Greg. Uh, We are the hosts of our new podcast here. We're starting out. I guess this would be our inaugural season uh, in terms of baseball. This is the Baseball and Whatever podcast. um, And pretty much the way this came about is, I can't speak for Greg, but I'm a Cubs fan. He's a Sox fan, and I absolutely hate my team right now. They're playing like garbage um and i know greg's got some thoughts on the white Sox and some cubs thoughts which is great and then the uh whatever part is just whatever we're kind of feeling that week um i think this week we're going to talk about ps5 we're both really big gamers and uh we're going to talk about the snyder cut we're also big um comic book fan or not, i shouldn't say comic book fans but comic book movie fans i'm more of a dc guy i think greg is more you're more marvel right but some batman, well, i know you like batman
2: but see batman's always my number one but um the marvel movies
0: I love um, and uh, that's because Snyder's kind of ruining DC. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get, in, we'll get into that. All right. So that was our first minute of our very first show. I apologize for the audio quality. I did not start saving our episodes for posterity until episode 30. So I had to play that off of YouTube and record it via QuickTime. Greg, this is your segments. What do you got for us?
2: Well, I got In addition to saying, reacting to that clip. Really- Right, I, I must say, I must sound the same right now as I <laughs> you do,
0: do. <laughs> in that
2: clip, and it's funny because none of that is intentional. My tech, if you can see right here, um, this is my tech right now. We got my secondary monitor, no signal, obviously because that's going on with my laptop right now. And I was going to say you uh, probably
0: have the most expensive mic out of all of us, and you're not even getting to use it right now.
2: Nope, not even. See, this is, my, this is my lovely mic right here. I've upgraded it since then, so... Look uh, at that. Yeah, unable to use it. It's right, just literally paperweight right now. <laughs> there we go, right there on the paper, if you're watching on YouTube.
0: So, uh, I don't know, Greg, enjoyment. do you want me or Vinny, one of us, do you want us to run through the outline of things you had written down? Because I'm sure you can't pull it up on your phone.
2: I cannot pull it up on my... I mean, I could, but I'll lose you guys on Zoom. No, nah, so, uh all right. Uh, I, if you remember um my first... Uh, so... Episode one was definitely my first, uh, first you know, swing at podcasting. And I couldn't, number one, you can't understand a damn thing I was saying because I was mumbling and, um, because I didn't know what I was talking about. And, uh, I was new to everything and my technology sucked and it still sucks. So, um, that was number one. But, uh, yeah, if you remember too, that I thought Carlos Rodon. Through a uh, perfect game uh, during the uh, during well, during the recording, which he did not. He in fact threw the no hitter or the toe hitter. Um, so I was also wrong, um, as long as being very green on my first ever podcast. So uh, that was that. But I figured we could revisit the um, Carlos Rodon uh, no hitter or toe hitter with a little a bit of blast from the past. Sure, I had the White Sox lineup up. But now I am uh, unfortunately unable to read it, but I will do it the best from memory. But uh, Vinny's our blast from the past guy now. He's kind of taking that over. He is. So Vinny, I know we had the visiting Cleveland Indians at the time, now Guardians, obviously. Um, So do you kind of want to kick it off with their starting lineup for April 14th, 2021?
1: Why not? Cleveland Indians starting lineup, uh, batting first, uh, playing center field, Jordan Luplo, batting second,
2: playing the second,
1: Cesar Hernandez, batting third, playing yeah. third, Jose Ramirez, uh, at DH, Fromil Reyes, and batting uh, fifth, uh, playing left field, Eddie Rosario, uh, at shortstop, batting sixth, Ahmed Rosario, uh, batting seventh, playing right field, Josh N- Naylor. Is that is that right, Greg? Naylor, Naylor? yeah. Naylor, Naylor, yep. Batting eighth at catching, Roberto Perez, and batting ninth, playing first base, uh, Yu Chang. And Zach, please <laughs> the, Zach, the start.
2: A lot of those guys are gone now. And one of them ended up being a White Sox later that year. So yeah, <laughs> um, these are
1: Hernandez and Eddie Rosario was on the World Series team.
2: Yes, he was. Roberto Perez is on the Pirates now, and he's the one that got hit by uh, by Rodon, I think. That kind of broke up the uh, perfect game.
1: The toe ball. I still thought it was
2: a, uh, the toe ball. I think he. I think that was. I, I think he's the one that got hit. Yes, I he was hit by
1: pitch. That. Details. All right.
2: Yep. you by pitch. Hit there up, we right. go. All right. For the white for the White Sox lineup. Well, the final score was eight to nothing, right? Yes, it was. Do I have that right? Okay. So for the White Sox lineup, I'm trying to do this for memory, and I just looked at it now, but I barely looked at it, so I'm sure we had Anderson leading off.
1: Robert. Mm.
2: Nope. No. Oh no. Oh God. I I give up. I can't.
1: I don't, you hate this guy. I, can't, I, can't I shouldn't remember. say you hate him, but you you did not you you were very upset when he was brought back to the team.
2: Oh, Adam Eaton leading off in right. That's
0: there you go, right. Adam Eaton. All right, Luis
2: Luis Robert in center. Jose Abreu at first. Who's hitting cleanup? Oh, Yoan Moncada was hitting cleanup then at third. Which I also made a comment about, and I didn't understand why. Um, would have been your mean at DH. Pretty
1: um, tough one.
2: Adam Angle in right.
1: Adam Adam playing right field. You already had him.
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. Never mind. Um, oh, I'm all mixed up. Andrew Vaughn in left.
1: He played left, but he did not bat uh, seventh. Sixth.
2: Oh god, was it Nick Williams? <laughs> no. No. Go ahead and tell me, Vinny.
1: Catching and batting sixth Zach Collins.
2: Oh god, don't miss him. <laughs> Heard Toronto's already sick of him.
1: I know. That's um um so
2: would would be Andrew Vaughn and left? Yep. Uh, would have Nick Madrigal would have been batting ninth playing second base. So that means Leori would have been at short batting eighth, right? Okay, there we go. Made it through. It was a struggle, but made it through. So, yeah, infamously, I thought it was a perfect game. I said it live on the podcast and was uh, very much wrong, but still a no-hitter, great accomplishment. I mean, one of the highlights, Carlos Rodon had a hell of a year. And um, we could be using him right now, to be, to tell you the truth. Uh, yep. He would have been a nice piece in that ro- rotation, despite what Bruce Levine may have said. What did he say? 44 million reasons not yeah. to uh, have him back on the White Sox or something? That was <laughs> <Absolutely horseshit>.
1: ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, oh, my gosh. Mm. Anything else on that, guys?
0: <laughs> I got nothing on that one. I, yes. I just remember I remember us being so excited that, wow, our first podcast, and there's a perfect game. And then we end and it's like it wasn't a perfect game. Yeah. Well,
2: that kind of started off the power of the podcast I yeah. think, because we have been very successful in, um, you know, mentioning something or predicting something and then it coming to fruition or coming true or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but a, and Rodon, I think he had a great first start too in uh, San Francisco where he struck out like 12 people in five or six innings or yeah. something. So, right. um, that was, that was a really good start. I, I do miss him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And, uh, we're kind of hurt right now with our starting pitching, but, uh, that was a, that was definitely a memorable moment for our, for our first episode, for sure. For sure. So,
0: All right. Uh, Greg's next thing that he wanted to touch on. He said, oh, how the tables have turned. Justin has his PS5, but now Greg doesn't have one. Uh, So (laughs) I I know when we first started, the PlayStation 5 was damn near impossible to find. um, And I was on a mission to buy one before my daughter was born, because then I knew I would not buy one after that, uh, because now I have Mm -hmm. games and I don't have time to play them. Um, Greg, any games you want to mention? Any things about the PS5?
2: Um yeah, it's just funny how it now that happened because now I am without mine. not that I was playing it much that much anyways but um yeah me, me and technology lately, I'm just gonna say it, it hasn't been my apparently not my tonight friend because that <laughs> that went bad. I mean, as you can see I've been podcasting a year now and I am here on my phone. That's um, <laughs> all so my technology in front of me fails
3: Going back. um
2: but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, speaking of blast from the past, but uh, yeah, I just thought that how that was funny, Justin. While wow, we were looking for a PS5 for you, our first episode. Yeah. And now I'm waiting, waiting for mine to be repaired. So, yeah, uh, yeah, haven't haven't played in a while, but you are enjoying yours and you got it from Sony Direct. Didn't I did. You? I so- did.
0: I got in that line and I managed to get it. And I know you did have on here that I was lukewarm on Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I was very hot on Demon Souls and Ratchet and Clank. Uh, and I would yes. say probably those are three of the best games I have on PlayStation 5 right now. Spider-Man Miles Morales. I it started off a little slow for me, but I I think that's one of my favorite uh, PS5 games now. So that's excellent. Rational right. Plank is phenomenal. Demon Souls is great. I've kind of hit a, a wall. I've put like about 20 hours into it and I can't get any further. So I have to reevaluate what I'm going to do with that. But um, yeah, that was good. You also said your favorites from a year ago were Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, and still that uh, many others that you have not played a ton of uh, from that list. So have you beaten either one of those or played any more of those?
2: Uh, no, sir. Uh, Black <laughs> Ops Cold War is probably still in the same state as we left it a year ago. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a great game. I got to get back into that. And I still, I have that for the PS4 technically. So I could just be playing that. Uh, Vinny, I know you're a big, um, Assassin's Creed guy. I know you appreciate those games and oh man, if I could, if I could win you a Xbox or PlayStation five and a sweepstakes or something, I would send that over to your address because I think you would really love that game. So I would, but it was a ton of fun.
1: It would be on my backlog because I would have no time to play it. I know that feeling.
2: Uh, That is true. That is (laughs) is, is luck.
1: Sorry.
0: I I feel like (laughs) like, uh, it's either my my decision-making comes either catching up on sleep or playing video games. And sleep has won out a lot recently. So, yeah. That's that's where Pretty I'm much. at. Well,
2: you're you're also you're you father now, We yeah. got two new babies uh, since we've uh, since we began this podcast. So, I mean, all this recreational stuff is is uh, few and far between uh, when it comes to video games. or just uh, yeah, doing that, anything that isn't the our podcast comes CDs, first I think.
0: Uh, instead of video yes. games at this point. We always which is have crazy. time for that.
2: Yep. Yes, that is that is for sure. So. Um,
0: Greg also wanted to know my thoughts on the Dual Sense controller for PS5. Uh, since I have one now. It's fine. I people went crazy about how I don't know why we I don't know why we
2: Yeah. Why were we even talking about it the first episode? I guess because, because I people like, were out their the of their minds about how
0: what a big change it was. It's not really that different. So I mean the the triggers have tension in them. And that's neat, but it's another dual shock if you ask that's me. actually
2: starting to get that's actually starting to get
0: old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's I not that like, big God of a
2: deal. It's, like a it's
0: not that big right. of a deal. Um, um, games you were looking for, Greg. Po- you were looking forward to was Pokemon Snap and Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. How are you that feeling about either well. one of those? Was that Vinny? Um did
1: Not age well. No, it's not. Cyberpunk one.
2: No. So um, Pokemon Snap, I bought, and I played couple times because I thought my kids would be really into it or at least uh, my oldest daughter would. Yeah, she wasn't. Oh. And um it's been sitting it's been sitting over there ever since. So okay. um Cyberpunk, I know we were super excited for yeah. it, and that just never I mean look at us a year later and it's still it uh, probably in the same state. I think it's like $4.99 Although, now. I, I was just gonna say that I did pick it up several months ago for five dollars from Target. And now it has the free PS5 upgrade, which is also a huge file size. But I tweeted at you a couple of weeks ago, Justin, because it was five dollars again. Yeah, I was like, "Is this enough to make it happen?" But eh, yeah, I
0: got so many other games I still got to no, play. You're,
2: you're, you're, yeah,
0: yeah. I just I don't have the so time. So you're
2: you're completely out on that until until someone literally literally gives it to you for free. So. Yeah.
0: It, it, um, but but, but yeah, if it comes in a case a with a thing. paper, I mean, if it comes in a paper cover case, I'm going to throw it back at him. Oh boy! It
2: it does come in a paper. Oh son of a bitch! I don't and want mine, to. Go. If you see that big yellow one up there, it's yes. uh, It's in its paper. Uh, paper uh, sheet, all right, so I'm, I'm out. Instead of throwing it out, just give it to me. Give I'm it to out. me, so I have a backup, <laughs> just in case that one gets ruined. So fair
0: enough. <laughs> um, we also talked, oh, about- and we were
2: going to do. Oh, we we're going to do like weekly check-ins on that too. That never happened. We Thank can. God it's just going to be a either. lot of
0: the, did you get to play anything? Nope. And that's, gonna, that's going to nope. be all it is. Yep. I like um, that. <laughs> you also had your precursor game to start the video game backlog was the Witcher three. Greg, have you played any of the Witcher three since then? Nope. <laughs>
2: okay sitting right uh, over there, too. I know you can't see, but it's over there.
0: The <laughs> the other main topic of our first episode was that was the initial release of the Snyder Cut on HBO Max of the Justice League. And I was high and mighty, very hot on that. Uh, Vinny has not seen it. I have whole, I think he's going to watch it tonight, though, after the podcast. I'm thinking um, he's not. Yeah, I'll be
1: up till <laughs> what? What is it now? I'll be it's 11 what?
0: now. 2 o'clock? So, like, uh, uh, no, no it's, it's four hours, place. Vinny. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, well,
1: Greg, yeah, I'll put a cup, pot of coffee on.
0: <laughs> just keep it yeah, coming. Right. Uh, yep. Greg, what's your, obviously, my final take, I think since the new Batman movie has come out, my status of the Snyder Cut has gone down a little bit because it yeah. doesn't hold a candle to the Batman. What's Shocking. your final take on Snyder Cut?
2: No, I, com- I completely agree. Uh, we live in a different world now where the Batman has come out and it's completely changed the perspective i did finish the justice league which we went over or the snyder cut justice league that we went over two episodes ago yes i think you're right. and i did give it i did i did give it its moment i did give it its praise for the second half i thought okay it was fine i see what they were doing it was much better than that theatrical bs yeah um but with the Batman coming out, and Vinny, we gotta get you um an HBO Max uh, login with April nineteenth.
0: Or April eighteenth.
2: April eighteenth, next uh, Monday, isn't it? I
0: think um, so. Um
2: it's gonna be on HBO Max. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna be right there. I'm gonna get that Snyder cut off my queue and add uh the Batman.
3: <laughs> so yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, it's just it's just a different, um totally it's, different I'm coming at it from excellent. a totally different place right now after seeing some uh quality uh quality filmmaking no offense Snyder um but yeah that's where that's right but yeah I think I made it through part um two or halfway through part two when we first were recorded a year ago on our first episode and I kept my promise and made it all the way through so excellent um that's all I really have to say yeah second half wasn't bad but yeah it was uh it was first half's a little slow it it is at four hours long they will get Maybe we'll get Vinny to watch it by year two. We'll give him, we'll give him another, we're like, we're like, uh, Norton, you know, we'll give him another month or a year to think it over. So
0: just watch the Batman, (laughs) Vinny, watch the Batman. That's all I ask. Yeah, no,
2: that you definitely got.
0: I don't think we don't have to twist his arm or, you know, do anything crazy to get him to do that. No, no, no,
2: we'll, we'll, (laughs) we'll get him. We'll get him an HBO max login.
0: One of our, one of our segments that we started over the summer was question of the week. And Greg, you were asking whatever happened to question of the week. Yeah, whatever. Did happen to I'll be we, honest, we just once, stopped doing it right once my summer vacation ended. I did not have time to make those little videos anymore, on top of everything else. Uh, summer's coming up, so maybe we'll do that. I think it was fun, it was a good way to get people a little idea of what we're going to talk about. But we've also started making you know, gifs and quick video clips and just throwing those on Twitter too. Um, yeah. so we'll see, we'll see if, if, it if anybody what's that any
1: segment I don't even remember a question it was literally
0: it. two videos I was looking through our our feed on spreaker and I was like should I just remove these because they're they don't really they're like 30 45 seconds long but I left it so <laughs> um another thing we did for e3 if you're not familiar with e3 that's a big video game convention that takes place the first week or second week in June e3 has officially been cancelled this year it, there will be no e3 but uh, when we were just starting the podcast, Greg and I were really excited. So we did E3 reaction videos where um, we took cuts of the trailer and then had our commentary over it. The first one was a disaster, though, because it did not sync up to the actual oh, video. That was hilarious! And I remember it was a Battlefield 2042. <laughs> which maybe was a a, an omen for how that game was going to come out because it's a piece of trash exactly um but i remember we did i think
2: i think our i think our reaction went better than the game i think it did and i remember (laughs) trying to
0: edit the reaction so it lined up and i i was working on it for an hour but something was wrong with iMovie and it wouldn't sync up right and i'm like finally i'm like screw it put it up and then i think i got a text from vinny like the next day or that night he's like so i was watching and you guys are like oh damn and then i'm like what it's just a bunch of people running. And then like 10 seconds later was like this tank blowing up or them jumping off a cliff or something. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't sync up. So yep. um yeah, maybe we'll see oh, if there's any yeah. big video game stuff coming up. I would love to do more video game stuff, but I also know that, you know, some of the people that listen, don't care about video games. So if you are interested in video games, let us know. We can always work more of that in. Um, shout out to pretzel Vince, our one and only live contributor in person contributor when he showed up at Greg's house unannounced. I like to think, but, uh, and, and wanted to be on the podcast for a
2: bear segment
0: for the bear segment. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, any of our friends that are listening, anybody who wants to, to drop in, let us know. I know I was talking to one of our friends about jaws a couple months back and I'd, I'd love to have him, uh, come on and tell us all about his, his love for jaws, um Vinny, before we get to our final guests and thank them and then call it a night, Vinny, yours the second episode was when we brought you on once we knew this thing wouldn't burn and catch on fire what was your take on being on a podcast for the first time
1: i was nervous oh my yeah God. yeah i was freaking out that entire like week building up really? to it
0: even though it's just <laughs> us
1: well yeah i didn't know i just was freaking out um but yeah, I had to come up with something so you, you guys. You like your watch. trivia? That's right. Yeah, I, I had to come up with something great so you guys would just keep me keep me on. Um, so I, I've been writing that, uh, <laughs> that that first episode. At high. Yeah, I've been writing that uh, for a year now. Was, well, was, the was
2: year, that maybe. the um? Was that the Bill Parcells um yes. like draft trade yeah. system or whatever? That was cool. That was great. You know, we got the draft coming up again, so
1: yeah. I'm not going to be doing that again. I
0: was going to say, Vinny's got his what's hot, <laughs> no, really? what's not segment. We're good now. Right, yeah. <laughs> and and all the blasts from the past stuff. he does. So yeah. Right. Which, I, I don't know which one of you guys came up. That was another segment I thought was awesome. And I, I would love to do those. I just, maybe this summer I can do one. But uh, if you haven't listened to any of our blasts from the past, both Vinny and Greg have taken former Bears games, White Sox games. I think that's it, right? Bears and White talks yeah. I, uh,
2: did, I, I did, I did a couple of baseball ones, and then Vinny just took off with it with the Bears. Yeah, the so Bear stuff was great. So that was, um,
0: uh, the, yeah. And fantastic. ideally, it's just like 10, 10 minutes or less. So they kind of tell you a certain game in history and tell you what happened. And with the Bears, it's usually horrible losses, um, which well. I find hilarious. So but then
1: you, 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 <laughs> you the game with those awful players, and you're like, God, I remember. Oh man, yeah. that guy played. Chad Hutchinson was quarterback oh, for the Bear.
0: That's right. Oh, God. Yeah, he was awful. He sucked, uh, which, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, real quick, though, special thanks to all of our first-year guests. Holy cow. I still uh, – we had Joe Darlington, author and podcaster of the book and podcast series, Being James Bond. I remember Greg reached out to him. It was our third episode, and he's like, yeah, I'll come on your show. And I remember Greg and I were literally that, that, out.
2: Yes, that is definitely – the most nervous I've been um, probably one of the only few times um, like Vinny said the first episode I definitely was nervous yeah um, and when I first had him on I was like really sweating so it, it went pretty well though so he was yeah he was great
0: he was a great interview for our first interview I think just because he was so low-key and mellow yes. and just kind of helped us out so Uh, Joe, if you're listening, thank you very much. Then we went on. We had Bill Koenig from the Spy Command, which was a phenomenal interview. Bill talked to us all about the 60s Batman and how that changed over time when we got to Michael Keaton Batman. We worked in a little bit of uh, some football talk at the end as well. Uh, Bill's awesome. He's just a great guy so that was a lot of fun and and again that was our only our second interview so i feel like we were still learning not that we know what we're doing now because i will admit i have no clue uh but i feel like we are still learning our way um so bill thank you for that mike from the quack attack podcast podcast i listen to about the mighty ducks there's no um no mistake i love mighty ducks uh he was great to talk about both the movies the new series on disney which as more time goes by i am i think less and less of that series and now that emilio (laughs) Yeah. Now that Emilio is left, I really don't know if I'm going to tune in at all. I'll be honest. I don't know. So
2: is it in its second season then? It's
0: starting its second season. Yes. It's starting its second season. Apparently he left due to creative differences. He did not like the way the direction the show was going. And he's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. So he left. But uh, there's talk that (laughs) Joshua Jackson, Charlie Conway himself will make a reappearance. But I'll believe it. Oh, I thought he
1: wasn't going to.
0: Yeah, I didn't think he was either, but then now apparently there's a chance. We'll see. But um, so thank you to Mike. This was a big one for me. Andrew Reiner, editor in chief and uh writer since gosh, damn near the beginning of Game Informer magazine came on. Huge Cubs fan, huge baseball fan. It was so cool to talk to him as somebody who has read Game Informer my entire life and listened to his podcasts and um. I don't know. I I absolutely love that interview. He was a great guy. I saw he he reached out and said, Congrats to us on making it a one year. Uh, so did Mike as well, and um and I believe Bill did too. So Andrew Reiner, we gotta have him on again. I know obviously he's a little busier now since he's been editor in chief um of the magazine. Then we also had uh my buddy from uh grade school and little league, Chris Wish uh Chris uh came on, talked to us about what it was like to work for a major league baseball team as a White Sox um team member. So that was really cool. Uh, it was really neat to see the behind the scenes players he met. He was really big into talking about, was it Justin Verlander and um, Kate Upton? Kate yeah. Upton about meeting them in the <laughs> restaurant and stuff like that. So that cracked me up. Chris, thank you. He is a consistent uh, feedback, lever, commenter, writer, inner. That's not a word, but uh, so thank you, Chris. Uh, Shayla Miller from Sweet. <laughs> I'm making up shit as I go now. Nice. Uh, Shayla Miller. See, this is why it's your segment, Greg. This, this is why this is your segment. Uh, Shayla Miller. I would she, do it, but I can't, <laughs> you can't see. No, I understand. I don't, I, understand. I don't have good screens here. <laughs> All good. Uh, Shayla Miller from sweet time with Shayla and Chelsea, great YouTube channel. Uh, she came on to do consider them slimed, I believe with you.
2: Yeah, the uh, the first slimed five we did um, ever on the podcast, we did uh five random James Bond movies, and that sort of evolved. I know we've used that same yeah. uh, style for uh, "It's Always Sunny" and everything, and probably more down the line. So that was kind of. The I first I think thing.
0: we need to Shayla's awesome uh, on Twitter. We might need to just have her on a regular episode. It's I know she's a real big music fan. She's told us about yeah. bands to listen to. So Shayla, if you're listening, we need to figure out a way we can have you on and we can discuss or or do a countdown with you. Uh, we also had Michael Finney, author, documentarian, filmmaker of the 1893 Chicago World's Fair. It was great to learn more about our Chicago history with the World's Fair and H.H. H. Holmes. Check that out if you're into books like The Devil in the White City. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. I know he reached us, reached out to us on Twitter. Jeff from the Disney on the Rocks podcast also congratulated us. Jeff is an awesome guy. We had him on to rank top five Disney movies. Does that sound right? That yep. weren't that were yep. not animated or not Pixar. Was that it? Not Pixar. So that was uh, that was, was a lot it. of fun that was a lot of fun. So Jeff, we got to have you on again. Jeff's also a big Mets fan. It was great to have him on. Uh, Greg took this next one, Jared Dial, head baseball coach of Haytai high school down in Missouri. I believe that's what they call it down there. Jared, if you're listening, let us know. Uh, That was great to get some feedback, get some ideas of what's going on in high school baseball. And I I mean, I know Greg, you still keep in touch with him right a little bit.
2: We talk shop sometimes on Twitter. Um, I know I mentioned the other, uh, the other week he's having a little bit of trouble, you know, with his uh, athletes in the school program, but uh he's still going strong. So uh wishing Coach Dial all the best at Haiti over there. So in yes.
0: Missouri. Down <laughs> in Missouri. Uh then we had Jack yeah. Lugo. Jack has been an incredible uh support system for us on the podcast, host of JBR and the Bond and Banter Podcast. If you haven't listened to Greg's take on what character were you, Greg?
2: Oh, that would be uh, Willard White. We appeared Willard on White. the same show.
0: Check so, out their yeah. show. Uh, check out Jack's <laughs> podcast to hear Greg uh, discuss Willard White. Uh, but Jack came on. We talked about the 86 Mets documentary, the 30 for 30, which was a phenomenal documentary. Um, and just yes. learning about the 80s Mets in general was great. So we'll have to have Jack on again. Uh, recently, we had Sam Wiederhaft on from the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. He is their lead broadcaster and public relations, I believe. No, not public relations. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Yeah. Uh, so it's really great. Yeah. Their season just started. It's been great to see the Pelicans off to a good start. Sam was awesome. We got to talk to him about all things Pelicans. And then probably the two two of the biggest ones. Uh Vinny spreading his um his uh reach on this one because he's he's rubbing shoulders with the big guns. Uh Perry Marisevich, did I say that right? Morosevic. Morosevic. Damn it. Um, former MLS <laughs> forward. It was so cool to talk to a real professional athlete. And he was so nice. Yeah, and he told us how good Vinny was at soccer. Not good at all. Yeah, we got. It. <laughs> <laughs> he, gave, Just he go along us with he it, gave Vinny.
2: Yeah, scouting no. report. So yes, uh, Perry
0: was awesome, and, um, and to learn what he's doing with USA, US soccer right now. Uh, based uh, is it the development stuff is based out of Chicago, isn't it? So he's living in Chicago, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. So that was great. Tune tech check, check that out. Shout again.
2: out to. Great. Shout out to Vinny too for spearheading that on his own. Yes. We just uh we just sat back and relaxed for that one, just had fun at the end. So I just tried to like to um
0: <laughs> I think he mentioned Tier on and I was like, Hey, I know that guy, I can ask a question about that. So um no, it was awesome. Perry was awesome. Uh we'll have to have him on again. And then probably one of the biggest ones for me was recently we had Jason Fricking Kendall, former MLB all star catcher for the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pirates, Chicago Cubs, Those Oakland A's, Pirates, yes, right, <laughs> uh, and Milwaukee Brewers. Holy cow, what a nice guy! I I still can't believe that we got to talk to him. Um, yeah, Jason, if you're listening, I know he said we can reach out to him anytime to have him on again, so I'm sure we'll bug him pretty soon, uh, to get his feedback on the start mm-hmm. of the season. But I don't know what, and then lastly, before I turn it over to you guys and we wrap up, uh, Jay Khan guest on there on here twice i know he already said he's willing to come on again a third time to talk about the kickoff to the blue jays season serious xm the fantasy hockey show and co-host of the point with boomer on serious xm jake might be one of the nicest guys i've ever met like he he is the definition of canadian nice like Mm -hmm. holy cow (laughs) i just remember our first interview with him and i had i had met him through another podcast and i remember he got off the zoom call and you guys were just like he is such a nice guy. Like, and I'm like, yeah, he's just so friendly and wanting to talk shop about. We did top five sports movies with him. And I think we did top five logos, top five jerseys. Logos. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think
2: we did logos. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, I guess, do you guys have any stories, anything you want to share about guests topics we've done that you really enjoyed what you want to do for season two of baseball and whatever going forward. Don't answer all at once.
2: Uh, i was gonna let i was gonna let Vinny go first
1: oh god no go ahead greg
2: oh so you know i like i said for the um when we joe darlington was our first guest when i reached out to him just i got a hold of his email somewhere on the uh, being james bond website um and i was just like hey you know what the hell i've listened to this guy for several years he's one of the pioneers of podcasting, actually, he was doing it way before it was, you know, a, a big thing like it is now uh, before pretty much everyone's doing it. So just like, ah, eh, what the hell? I've been listening to him. He seems like a nice guy. And sure enough, he emailed me back, you know, hours later and he said, yeah, I'll come on for a segment. So I, you know, texted you guys right away. I'm like, oh, my God, he said yes. And we're looking him up. He's like, oh, he's actually got a followership on um twitter and everything i mean we, we never got that retweet but uh still holding out hope um but he came on he was nice enough to join us we talked golden eye and um, i think that's what kind of gave us our um kind of like a little more uh encouragement to go out and seek out more it was uh, when it there. wasn't
0: a complete shit show and we didn't sound awful and we actually had a it was a great discussion yeah. um I think that really got us to think, I remember we made that spreadsheet of people we wanted to reach out to and yeah. some people got back to us right away, some people didn't, and um, I think as our following grows, not to say that it's growing a ton, but I mean, when you look at some of our following on Twitter now and, and stuff and download size, it's, who knows what the future holds, so I'm I'm excited to see Um you know it if, if you would have told me a year ago that we would have met all these people that are across the country and some of them are very famous and really have we have no right talking to um I would have said that's not gonna happen but it's it's crazy how this is going well, so
2: yeah that's and I think we've reached like I think we reached like milestones too with our guests like when you got Andrew Reiner on Justin yeah. I think that was huge that I was then, flipping out right and then when we got Perry on obviously um, with some of our, our, you know, Twitter friends in between, who were mm-hmm. nice enough to come on, and then landing Jason Kendall most recently. Yeah, I mean that is just. I mean, if you think about it, within a year doing this, especially coming from having no idea, Justin, you're probably you were probably the most experienced, uh, and still are. I had with a couple of
0: weeks. That was it.
2: But um, well, yeah. And
0: even like with Jake Khan, like I, I for the last seven, eight years driving around to work in the morning or at night, in the afternoon, I'd be listening yeah. to the recap of his shows. And then now I'm talking to this guy on a regular now basis on Twitter him, yeah. and interviewing him. And it, yeah. it just, I really can't say enough. If, if, if there is someone out there that's listening, it's like, yeah, I'd like to do this myself and try this. Like you won't know how it goes until you do it. You know what I mean? Like, if you would have exactly. told me we've made it a year, I would have said I ah, will probably burn out after like two or three months. But the fact that like I, I don't know about you guys, I still get so excited when it's Thursday because I know I'm a gonna oh, get yeah. to talk to you guys and B we're gonna have fun and and you know it's it's getting to f- see the feedback from people that you know leave us comments on Twitter or Facebook and and granted obviously we want to expand that and get more, but um it's been great to see so yeah Vinny what about you well that's still- oh I'm sorry Greg didn't mean to cut you off go ahead oh
2: no no no
3: yeah, I don't no, I still no, don't have the hosting ahead.
0: thing Let's, down though.
2: No. No, that's okay. Well, I'm also probably like two seconds behind, lagging on my phone right over here. So uh, that's all right. no, I'll let Vinny go.
1: You really just put me on the spot here. No, it's been a lot of fun. Um, i definitely not nearly as nervous as I was that first time. I just remember that first time still. Like, just oh my god, I gotta, I gotta speak on on a microphone. I gotta sound yeah. like I know what I'm doing. Now I'm just like, eh, I don't have to sound like I know what I'm doing. No, that's I don't, part of the appeal. Right, yeah, I know. Right, it, it's it.
0: What know, is this amateur
1: hour? It's amateur <laughs> hour here on this podcast. Um, it always will be because that's what makes it fun. Um, yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun, of course. and yeah, I definitely look forward to Thursdays. I don't look forward to Friday mornings. No,
0: no. Been going.
1: Um, but
0: <laughs> as I look at the clock um, right now, I'm like, shit.
1: Right, um, but no, this has been a lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to see what we do in the future with this. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it. I've been having a ball with it, and um, hopefully, we don't ever feel like this is a job. Because yes. once it happens, it will be the end of our podcast, most likely. Yeah. Because um, at that
0: point, it won't be yeah. fun. But, but I mean, if, if someone wants to pay us money and make this our job, well, of I'll, give course. Sh- I'll give it a shot. Yeah.
2: Won't complain. Yeah, won't complain. So yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. But yeah, this this has been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you guys for letting me join you on this ride since I wasn't on the first episode. So um, yes, thank you guys so much for that.
0: Yeah, I, I, f- I remember like just the first episode, I'm like, I don't want to bother Vinny because I know he's very busy and tax season was starting to wrap up and I didn't, I'm like, we I, was, should- I was
1: sitting here at my desk in this exact spot working that night because I remember I was texting Greg about the game and he wasn't like texting me back and I'm just like like Rodan's going to get a no hitter and he's like, not answering <laughs> and he's not responding and then I think like it was you uh, got hit. I was like oh my and, like I sent something like oh man he got hit in the toe I can't believe they blew the perfect game or something <laughs> like that <laughs> it was then, well, then, I should, I should,
2: I should have looked at my phone, Vinny, because you would have saved me from making an ass of myself day one. So, now dude. I'm used to doing it every episode, but uh, yeah, I it's not only that.
0: encouraged; it's required, Greg.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> then the episode came up and you guys told me about it, so I listened to it and I heard Greg say, "Oh, it, you know, it was a perfect game," and I was like, "No, you idiot! No, it wasn't <laughs> you know, it's the perfect, perfect game." Woo-hoo. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I think I
2: think when we stop recording, Justin, I'm like, like, oh wait, it's a no hitter.
0: Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? You can't uh, peak too quickly. You got to let people know what they're getting into. So, right?
2: Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta build up. You can't be on the top of the mountain because he only goes down from there. So, but I still managed to slope down miraculously. Yeah. Time, so. so-
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's been, it's been so exciting. Even I remember, you know uh, when we were in talks with, you know, belly of sports has been great to work with them and, and yeah. some of the stuff they have, they've given us access to and, and uh, stuff like that. And I remember, you know, talking with them on, on being on a conference call to, you know, get under contract with them. And I'm like, holy cow, like what, what even is our lives right now doing this on the side? And then obviously Um, you know, you guys coming up with ideas for drops instead of us just saying, Hey, we're going to talk about this now. And like, that has been so fun for me to try and put all that together. I absolutely love it. Uh, it's been great to add this to like our career stuff, even though it's more of a side hustle, but, um, it's awesome. The, the future is endless. We'll see what happens. I hope we are here to celebrate anniversary number two next year in April. Who knows what the hell we'll be doing then. Um, I don't know. So I don't know any final, crap. final Greg, I know you had something else you want to say before I cut you off. Any final comments? Uh, no,
2: no. Just, I just wanted to say, say, I just wanted to touch on the point you made about listening to a uh, Jake Han, mm-hmm. um on uh series XM. And then, you know, during, during COVID and everything, how, uh, you know, we're, You know, you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't see anyone, so everyone took to, you know, media, social media, all that sort of stuff, and that's when I discovered the um, James Bond community that existed on Twitter. I thought I was the only one. No, I'm not even close. Oh, no. And that forged, you know, new... Meeting new people, you know, albeit online, but developing new friendships and then yes. making connections, which is a huge part of what we've done on this podcast and finding, you know, just for Bill and Jack to be instance, I've listened to those guys mm-hmm. for several years. And now, you know, I think it's safe to say we can call them, you know, friends Yeah. and um, just discovering what other interests we have in common. I mean, knowing Jack loves baseball and everything, yeah. Bill's got an amazing knowledge just about Anything everything, and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, in anything, you know, he knows something about, so it's been, uh, it's been really neat because it's made us, uh, I think, better too, in what we do. So.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Vinny, any closing remarks about the show, about the future? No, I think I said it all. You got it all? All right. I want to see if I can put you on the spot one more time, but okay. Thanks, Justin. Uh, No problem. All right. Well, for those of (laughs) you that have stuck around for a year, thank you so much to our family. I remember at first, I just assumed it would be our spouses and parents that listen to this as more of a pity listen. Uh, Clearly, that is not- Which is still the majority, to be fair. Ah, (laughs) Still the majority. You don't need to know that. Um,
1: It doesn't even give us a pity listen.
0: Ah, well- nowhere to go, but, but, but no. And, and, like, I think Greg, you nailed it to, to meet people online that we now consider, you know, friends or we're friendly with um, and yeah. talk to people all over the country from different walks of life. That is just, it's so cool to get different dynamics of, you know, if you would have told me I would get to know, we'd get to know Jeff from the Disney podcast or, you know, um, Shayla, you know, from, I believe Shayla's from Nova Scotia. Like I, I wouldn't besides, uh, mm-hmm. Jake Han I don't know anyone from Canada so it's been so cool to get to know them you know Sam Sam is the the, the Myrtle Beach Pelicans broadcaster I mean it's just so cool so I can't stress this enough if if you want to try something new figure it out or, or mess around with it until it doesn't break that's kind of what we've done it still breaks a lot um, but have fun that's yeah. the most important <laughs> thing so uh, we will end this uh, nostalgic love fest for ourselves now Thank you so much for listening to 51 freaking episodes of Baseball and Whatever, 99 different videos and pieces of content. This will be the 100th piece of content on YouTube. Uh, go on YouTube, wow. search Baseball and Whatever, add us, subscribe, like our videos to help us out. If you're on any of the podcast networks, Apple and Spotify in particular, give us a five star review. That would really help us. Feel free to shoot into the text line 913 808 3278. That number again is 1913 808 FART. Uh, and then uh, tweet us at baseball and what Instagram at baseball and whatever facebook.com baseball and whatever baseball whatever gmail.com baseball and whatever podcast at bellyappsports.com Apple, Spotify, Google Anchor, Spreaker iHeartRadio Amazon Music Podcast Addict Overcast all those places you can find us subscribe help us grow this thing get in on the ground floor after year one is over with I'm thinking we'll have a new theme song for the intro next week we'll see we'll switch things up Thank you all for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. We will see you next week on Baseball and Whatever. See you later, guys. Goodbye.
2: Take care.